Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? An amazing episode with the very, 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 very funny uh, Daniel Sloss. Been looking forward to this episode coming out for a while, for a while. So let's get into it real fast. All my tour dates are on PeteHolmes.com. I have a bunch of tour tour dates coming up with uh, Rob Bell, our Together at Last tour. We have Boulder, Colorado, Salt Lake City, Seattle, Portland. Uh, Then we got Tucson, Tampa, Orlando, and Boston. Those are all on PeteHolmes.com. There's also a new video preview of, uh, of that tour. If you just go to YouTube and type in Pete Holmes, Rob Bell, Together at Last, it'll show you that. And also on, uh, in uh, April, on the 24th, I'll be in Austin, Texas uh, for the Moon Tower Festival with T.J. Miller. That's also on PeteHolmes.com, as well as T-shirts and uh, blah, 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 and who cares, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, God, sorry. Uh, the ad is Harry's, everybody. We know Harry's. They've uh, sponsored us before. Thank you, Harry's. For many of us, shaving is a pain. Let's talk about it. It sucks. It's uncomfortable. It causes nicks, cuts, scrapes, razor burn, scrapes and razor burn, and razor burn, uh, and razor blades, sorry, today are outrageously expensive. We know this. Enter Harry's, started by two guys who wanted a better product without paying an arm and a leg to get it. So, Harry's makes their own blades. They're high quality, they're high performing German blades created by shaving experts. It means a better shave that respects your face and your wallet. No more poor quality blades and no more paying a fortune. Plus, no pesky plexiglass cabinets to unlock or look for somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that has the key while you're waiting for 40 minutes in the Walgreens. Harry's razors offer a high-quality shave that's better for your face and your wallet, about half the price of the other big branded blades, and they ship right to your door. The starter set is an amazing deal. For 15 bucks, you get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Why pay 32 bucks for an eight-pack of blades when it's half the price at Harry's? On average, an everyday shaver saves 150 bucks a year using Harry's. So check it out. I love it. I use it. I'm tired of getting, what is it, hosed? Is that the term? I'm tired of getting hosed. So use, experience a clean, close, comfortable shave with Harry's. Go to harrys.com, and Harry's will give you $5 off if you type in the coupon code WEIRD with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com, and enter coupon code WEIRD for 5 bucks off and start shaving better. All right, guys, we will see you out there. Boulder, Salt Lake City, Seattle, Portland, uh, Austin, Tucson, Tampa, Orlando, and Boston. In the meantime, please enjoy the lovely Daniel Sloss. Yeah, we're listening to this bar mitzvah, this kid bar mitzvah in, invitation. The bar mitzvah is that a band that I don't know? <laughs> oh, it's like Pharrell. That is exactly like Pharrell. No, it's, a, it's like a parody. Oh, he's really doughy. And I love it. I'm glad this has finally turned into a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> this one's brought to you by my Daniel Sloss here, longtime listener, first time podcaster. <laughs> and just play this while we're talking. <laughs> ah, the Jews. But if you. <laughs> Ah, the Jews. Uh, what are they like? 
What are they up to and what are they into? Well, depends. Is what I'd like yeah. to know. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Secretly yeah. running the world. If you ask Mel Gibson, he's got a Ooh, lot of ideas. Yeah, a couple shots of tequila and the old Mel Gib. Yeah. He's, he's a angry man. He is. And he, uh, well, he, well, you know, he played Braveheart. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Though, the Scottish though, connection. Yeah, but then he, um, and then he became an alcoholic racist, so he was actually better at play, portraying a Scottish person after uh. the movie. <laughs> 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 and really sort of researched that role much later on. We were like, oh, you nailed it, but 15 years too late now. <laughs> he was still being, uh, what's yeah. the guy's name? I'm from blanking on the name. The William Wallace. William Wallace. Oh, Willie Wally. Now, you, I saw you here at Meltdown the other day, and I told you everything you're telling me, you're going to have to tell me again. Yeah. Talk about the Black Death in, in, in Edinburgh. Uh, yeah. It's so interesting. I'm not just going to, like, leave you. I, and, th- <laughs> and thank you for the wine. You're very welcome. I'm it's just a sweet. huge fan of the podcast. I so really appreciate very, it. Yeah. I don't think a guest has ever brought a gift. Yeah, nailed it. Um, no, it's I thought you said Neil did. Neil like, did. Neil, Neil Brennan no. brought us the gift of Chappelle Show season one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, black, it's a great place to start. Sorry, it's Black Death. Mel Gibson. Do Scottish people love Mel Gibson because he played uh, Old Willie Walls? No, I mean we don't like that film. It's not really historically accurate. Like in in like a significant way. Or? Oh, in like a hugely significant way. Yeah. Like uh, like if you want to get into yeah, it. Yeah. No, I'd love to. Basically, the battle of uh, when the Scots fought off the English in the Battle of Stirling Bridge, which was actually, I told you yesterday, my birthday, September the 11th. Yep. But before the, you know, the, uh, the 9-11 2.0, yeah. this one, the original 9-11 was when the Scots beat the English. If the a Battle girl of- ever breaks up with you and yeah. really hates you, she could go, your birthday was the worst 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that was the worst thing that happened. Of all the 9 yeah. 11 Of all the things. 1990 yeah. was I mean, the worst. I, I know the plane going into the towers bit was bad, but not as bad as your dad's dick oh, going ah, into your mother's vagina. Oh, right into her Pentagon. <laughs> he got it on in her Pentagon. Yeah. That's me and Matt McCarthy's. Yeah. Fortunately, no one filmed that. So. Oh, God, what so. that you know about. <laughs> that I know don't about. Don't root around shoeboxes. <laughs> I remember as a youth being very aware, like, don't go in my parents' closet. I don't think they were being kinky or freaky no. or whatever, but I was just like, I don't want to. I don't want to see their clothes. Oh, I found their... my dad's porn once. Did you? Yeah. What kind was he into? I was uh, very, I was just porn. Regular? Just regular porn, regular well, what porn. What do you call regular? Dicks and vaginas, Dicks right? and vaginas. <laughs> but it was, it was paper porn. It was back Ooh, in the day. porn. Yeah, old, old paper porn. What, what were the magazines called? We? I have no idea. It's we. We. Wait, was spell we. O-U-I. Oh, not like it wasn't pissing porn. <laughs> I thought you were like, like, <laughs> what do you do? That would be two E's. Yeah. Or yeah. we is just like couples. Well, we together. It's like real, it's real couples. platonic porn. There's too many words that mean we. Yeah, we. There's too many things that we mean. Yeah. And it's Scottish. We means small. So it could just oh, be small yeah. dick porn. Mini me could have been we me. We me. We, <laughs> we me. We me. Is that not a thing? Is that not a. There's a jackass. What's that guy's name? Uh, we man. We man. That's probably where we tiny. He's like, well, mini me is taken. Yeah, I'll go to the Scots. Tiny man, <laughs> tiny wee itty, man, itty bitty bloke. What about uh, t- uh, going to the bathroom? We, we. What else we got? Uh, well, for pissing. Yeah, for pissing. Uh, pissing, making it rain. 
Making it rain. Making it rain. In uh, Scotland, do you have those uh, booths that are just like, uh, you know, a little privacy, but you're really peeing on the street? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, because, because Brits just piss on the street all the time. They were like, oh, let's hide pissing on the street. Yeah. But also as pissing on the street. It's still pissing <laughs> on the street. Yeah, yeah. Okay for dogs, not okay for humans. Not in uh, London. I saw them, yeah, right? You just, you Amsterdam. But the thing is, they're all like, you're literally standing across from another person, like you're making eye contact across. Oh, no really, one needs it when you're yeah. making it rain. But you're already drunk. So I guess, yeah. yeah. I get it. was a big enough of a problem. Here, I guess you just get a ticket. Do you get I've been with people that just will, like TJ will take a wee. I'll do it. Like if I need you a will. pee, I'm going to go for a pee. Like it's not a... Holding it can lead to not being able to maintain an erection. I learned that from Liar Liar. Oh, okay. That historically... (laughs) (laughs) Ironically filled with a lot of truth, that film. Yeah. Uh, And touched all of our hearts. It did. I think my favorite part of that film is still always just the... It's the outtakes at the end, like the... I know. I love it. And she calls him an overactor. Overactor, yeah. And I've always wondered, like, what happened to that woman? I've always hypothesized. I almost don't want to know. That that she was like... (laughs) The AD was like, go call him, call him an overactor. Yeah. He'll like it. I know Jim. I know Jim. <laughs> He'll be I know. Fine. He'll like it. He'll like Never it. Never worked again. Where? IMDb that woman. Is there? Was there a dip in her? Do you know? Do you know who we're talking about? The girl from Liar Liar. Yeah, female the, lawyer, the lawyer from Liar Liar, yeah. whose name we're gonna know in just a moment. But what we, your favorite part of the film? And you were talking about oh, different yeah. ways to say a we, and then yeah. peeing outside, and you'll do it. Yeah. So the. Yeah, yeah, I'll happily piss outside. I won't where uh, in between like, cars. No, no, no. I'll go down back alleys. I'll be yeah. sensible about. You'll like, be a regular man. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be civil. But yeah. it's like the thing of like, I need to pee. I'm gonna. You're pee. gonna go. How are we in the shyness factor? Like, if I gave you uh, whatever amount of money it is yeah. for you, yeah, you know that amount. Yeah, that amount. Yeah, <laughs> fifty bucks. <laughs> Plus tax. For yeah. you, it's 50. Yeah. For, you know, whatever the, your ridiculous thing amount is, uh, would you go in the middle of, like, cross uh, Sunset Boulevard here, walk to the middle of the street, and take a piss right there? Uh, I mean, like... I'll give you $10,000. Oh, yeah. Easily. But would you have a hard time no, going? No. 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 <laughs> You're like a wolf. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, no, I've, yeah, I'll just go anywhere. I'll mark my territory. Just not <laughs> let people cross the road that I've just pissed on. Bark at cars that are honking. This is mine now. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> and yeah. then you wipe your ass on the grass. <laughs> yeah, just like on the concrete. Yeah. the worst. Yeah. You know, okay, so I just got a dog. Shit what is kind? everywhere. It's a it's a uh, golden retriever mix. Good. So it's like a mini golden retriever. Yeah. It's amazing. So it's a real dog. It's a real dog. It's a real I got one dog. of those real dogs. That's that's funny that you say that because people say that to me all the time. It's like, thank you for getting like a real yeah. dog. Not to put down, I'm guessing, little dogs. Yeah, I, I just... I, or with, lap dogs or whatever. I don't know. With those, I just sort of feel like... You, you want to heave them in a well, don't you? Yeah. I like... <laughs> like you don't have the companions. They don't have companionship. I yeah. know they do it to their owner, but like... Bigger, those dogs are always shit to yeah. anyone that's not their owner. That's true. Whereas other dogs are like, people, yeah, yeah, yeah I love yeah, yeah. everything. And My guy's real yeah. happy like that. Oh, it's a guy dog? It's a man, mm-hmm. and he likes marking. So he's been peeing in the house a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. He's much better now because he learned that like we're good people. And now you just started peeing everywhere he peed afterwards. You know, one time I took him my... in the backyard and I peed on the lawn to be like, this is where it got it's all mine. This... I don't know if that was confusing. The look on his face was like... What does this mean? I I can't be here now. (laughs) This is yours? You you signed your name. Do you want me to stand up? Is that your problem with me, babe? (laughs) One leg's not enough. It needs to be the two front paws. And I do I have to shake afterwards? (laughs) It's like he signed the lease to my backyard. That's his now. Okay. And then I just signed over it. 
Yeah. Like in my own master alpha <laughs> handwriting. No, I pee here. So he was very confused. Would you not be like kind of upset? Like, because in your head, you're obviously like, my pee's the alpha pee. Yeah. But if he just went over and smelled your pee and was like, I'm, I'm I hate to tell I you, know. but biologically, I match the alpha dog now. <laughs> just start I have sleeping in your bed. That the dog is the alpha, and they're like, okay with that. I, don't, I, I never thought that I would be like a domineering parent, and I still don't think I would be. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that like, I want my dog to like, be excellent. Yeah, like yeah. be well behaved. I don't like when people are like, "Sorry, we really <laughs> just we should learn. train him. We should train Scooter." Yeah. While he's like doing the doggy paddle in your aquarium, yeah, eating your like, priceless can fish. We, can we just no? You know what? You know we believe in just honest raising. Like they're gonna be they're animals. They're always gonna be animals. Yeah, they're animals. That's why we have to like train them. That's put, why they're put, trained. Yeah, that's they're, why we put them in houses. I grab them and I go, "You're a regal dog. He belongs <laughs> to the White House with a bow tie, smoking a cigarette after a big cheesecake." You know what I mean? Like he's a he's a delicate good man yeah I think it's like my mum is every pet we've had my mother just uh, is just trained them all perfectly like my <laughs> every dog and animal I've had has just been lovely and friendly but the second mother walks into the room it's like oh right okay best behaviour oh thing. really yeah 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 I kind of like it's a weird amount of pleasure you get He so we had him for weeks and yeah. he wasn't trained and was like, he from puppy or is he? No, we got him a two. Okay. Two and a half, I think. Rescue? And then, yeah, he's a rescue. Well done, you. Thank you kindly. You know, I had a fr- I have a friend who has a non-rescue and I almost mm. said something. So I always use like the term used dog. Isn't that dogs. weird? Ah, used dog. <laughs> Recycled Se- dog. Secondhand dog. I got a secondhand dog. I, that's not one of my causes. But like I did notice that like, you know, some of those p- purebreds or whatever yeah. are so inbred. It's like it's like your royalty. They're so yeah. <laughs> it's fine, I'm Scottish, they're not ours. They're not yours. <laughs> different money, different system. Uh but the idea that I guess British royalty, like yeah. we're we're just like we only have such a specific gene pool. And I just read something about like that's why a lot of dogs like have a hard time breathing and like yeah. have a hard time basic functions is because they like they've been fucking their cousins. Yeah, and also if you just if you continuously breed down into just weird dogs. Yeah. I and mean, if you look at what they used to be as opposed to what they are now, they're just How did we, we do it? How did we split the dog? Like fuck the Adam. How did we had a dog? Yeah. A and wolf. then we're it it was a wolf. A, like what it's our, I honestly that's one of the things I'm just like cuz I understand how evolution works, but normally with evolution it's always going Forward. Yeah, and we're like, no, let's just take let's the chihuahua part of out of this. <laughs> like how, if you look at a big-ass wolf and then a tiny chihuahua, remind- you go, what did we do? Yeah, what did we do? We <laughs> Ben buttons it to a tiny little slipper of a yeah. dog that's yipping and yapping, and he used to be yeah. a wolf eating a, a human man. Yeah. Oh, I watched The Gray yesterday. I love The Gray. It's a Hit fucking it. great film. It's, it's one a- of those, it's a death catharsis film. Yeah. Hit it again. It's, it's just like, I watched it, I was, <laughs> it's the second time I've watched it. Those were really weak. I do apologize for it. There we go. That's more. Yeah, it was good. It's always there's nothing worse. Like people always say, I hate a weak handshake. I'm like, I hate a weak high five. I do. It's just when we like. I just call them fives. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even high. It's a low five, and not even because we did it low. Yeah. I just felt it low just, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it was a high five, then I felt low. <laughs> Seinfeld's taking notes. <laughs> so the gray. Yeah. For me, <clears throat> excuse me, Raid Redemption. Yeah. I realize that I watch. I, I want to know how you are. I watch movies when I want to feel a certain way. Maybe some people think that's weird, but if I want to cope or uh, gr- grapple with the yeah. idea of death, a movie like The Gray, which is really just death porn, just huge death, all of the death. It's all death, and it's none of it. It's an analogy for death, and it's also just literally death. Yeah, and it's no, and there's no like there's no like oh maybe it, it's like nope. it's you're it, all dead and not. 
Nobody got peace. Nobody fought no, for their Nobody learned. Death. Froze to death. He called. Drowned. He, oh, the drowning. Oh, just there. The drowning was bad. Oh, and you're just like. Liam the whole Mason time I was blown. like, yeah, he could have kept doing that just, indefinitely, yeah. though. But that's what it just. But it would have been a boring movie. People always give up so quickly in films and those sort of things. Yeah. Like I remember, like you know, CPR. <laughs> you're meant to do it for like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's gone because you got. And they're like two times. He's gone. It's like yeah. And doctors are going. You no, just yeah, keep yeah, it going yeah, yeah, yeah. until a professional I arrives. Bet doctors can't really enjoy movies. Yeah, just so they only like, you know, I don't know dramas. What movies don't have doctors? No, those have doctors. Um, Shrek. Shrek. That's their just the what? That's their one film. It's <laughs> 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 gotta watch it again. God damn. What's guys. the opinion on Mike Myers' fake Scottish accent? He loved it was them. good. It yeah, was good. It like was good. Uh, I appreciate a good bad Scottish accent. What were you saying before I interrupted with that asinine question? What the? You were saying the gray. Uh, oh yeah. Just death. Oh no! I just. I mean, I I, I find sort of death sort of fascinating that thing because it is. It terrifies me. It's scary. I like and and people are like oh everyone dies and I'm like I'm still not okay with that. Yeah, I'm still. I used to get comfort out of going like everyone dies like little uh, weak old ladies. Yeah, just have they to just die. die. Everyone's gonna and you're and like then you die. I just for me it's like I'm dead. People are like oh, you're just gonna. I'm like yeah, but that doesn't give me any solace. Yeah, I don't feel any more comfortable. If anything, that scares me more because. Be like, oh, but like, if you think about, do you remember anything before death? That's exactly what I'm like. I'm like, none of this is making me feel better. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to miss the life that I could have led. You don't want to miss. That's my fear of death. Like, oh, you're you're Quentin Tarantino right now. Like, he didn't want to die before he made Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Like, so you want to do the thing. I want to just live my life. I, but what I, about if you're old and you're like, ah, 21 seasons of Sloss? Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that maybe, uh, like, uh, in an ideal head that, like, I just, if I get old and I get told, like, I have cancer, like, Breaking Bad style, but instead of just, uh, you know, in, in, instead of, like, cooking meth and, and making my family fine, just what I would always love to do is go to all the banks and just withdraw as much money as I possibly could, then legally divorce all of my family, and then buy loads of stuff and give it to them, and then die, and then the, uh, nobody's in my will, so the bank can't reclaim the money back from me because I don't have anyone in my will. I'm not related to everyone. The money doesn't exist anymore. It's only in sort of artifacts and things. So I can give my family that's like, huge. Like here's a fucking swimming pool. Here's a car. And what would happen if you didn't do that, though? You'd just have to have a will. That's yeah, like if I had a will, like, <laughs> it, it would then... It's easier. Yeah. Well, no, but they would invest my, like, my, my uh, debt. If I took money out from the bank, yeah. like, they would inherit my debt. Which also, oh. yeah. So if I if I just get oh, loads, you're saying you're broke and you go and like overdraw, overdraw yeah. all of the money, all of the money, divorce my family. Don't explain why because fuck it, let's fuck with them in the final moments. Why has he left us? Why does he not want to? And then the next morning after and he I'm gave dead, me a PlayStation. Yeah, it's like why do I have an Audi? This isn't <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah. I made a will recently. Oh God, really? It's a very uh, dark thing to do. Was it, did you, did you like specifically split it up into like this is for this or is it just all? Yeah, I, I, and you know what's funny is now you have friends and you're like, oh, we are closer. I should have put them in the will. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you like have a cute uh, a few key hangs with somebody and you're like, shit, I should have put should you in I, the will. Yeah. And now it's going to cost like three hundred dollars to add you to the will, and that's more than I would have left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was only going to leave you three hundred and ten bucks. So here's ten dollars. Just trust just me. Just be my friend. I just, for a while. I just give it to him and go. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> oh no! Death is scary though. I had a dream recently where in the dream, I realized I was going to die. You know what I mean? Like in real life. Oh, okay. Like it was one of those things where I realized I was dreaming. And then dream me was like, 
fuck, we're going to die. And then, like, it, that was the dream. And like, your brain was just like, should we just stay in here forever? <laughs> Would it, guys? Crazy <laughs> idea. Guys, should we just, like, you've seen Inception. Seven minutes in a dream is one in real life. We can live eternally. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's true. I, but it's a great idea for a yeah. shitty science fiction movie. Or a great one. Or, or, or Inception, essentially. The guy, <laughs> the guy that wants to just live in his dream world forever because uh, you hook him up to you tubes get to and live. stuff. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes they're scary. Yeah, I always like the... I, I have really horrible sort of uh, lucid dreaming sometimes. You do? Yeah, like it's the... Why is it horrible? Because it's the most mind-fucky thing that's ever happened to me. Like, I'll be in... But this happened like two months ago. I was in bed, and I was a bit ill, so I wake up, and... I, you were a bit ill. I was a bit ill. Those of you that like, can't understand. Like a bit fluey, a bit sneezy. Yeah. Like a bit, you know, but I, I always enjoy sneezing. Um, it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's just my body's way of cheering me up every yeah. day. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's a nice surprise. I love a good sneeze. If you're driving in the car and you People just, that hold them in, that's oh, a face orgasm. Like, what are you doing? Let it out. You know, Shoot it yeah. out. I have a joke. Blast it out. <laughs> like just, I, have a, I have a joke, which was... Show us the sneeze shot. Oh, yeah, just... Uh, but obviously, <laughs> much like an orgasm, you should never do it in a child's face. Ah, very funny. <laughs> and disgusting. Kyle Kinane had one a long yeah. time ago. I don't think he does it anymore. He goes, an orgasm and a sneeze are supposedly very similar, and they both end with, sorry, I ruined your pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle, bit still works. Uh, 2001, yeah. Bring Chicago. it back. <laughs> Bring it back, baby. The greatest hits tour. I swear he did it once. It was an open mic. Um, so I'm in bed. You're in bed. I wake up and uh, bit ill. Uh, uh, bit ill. I wake up and I'm just, so I go to the bathroom and then I go through to the uh, kitchen and I turn around and my flatmate Gene is there holding Gene. a knife. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realize that this is a dream. Like yeah. I'm dreaming. So I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. I can now wake myself up. So I do that thing where I wake myself up and I wake up. I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. I'm like, I'm still, I'll, I'll go get a drink of water. Go through to the kitchen, grab a drink of water, come out, and then. My other flatmate Kai's just there and he starts screaming at me and we're in this huge argument for like 10 minutes and then I realize, oh, this is also a dream. And then I force myself to wake up again and this happens like 10 fucking times where I keep waking up in my room to the point where in my dreams, I remember waking up and just in my dream, all I, lamest dream I've ever had, just feeling the carpet, just being like, this feels real. This is definitely real life this time. Yeah. And then something weird happens. I'm like, God Fucking damn it. That's the coolest thing ever. So the only thing I had to do is I woke up and what I woke up. But the carpet did feel real. I felt so like I the was, world wasn't was, falling I was, apart. I was drinking orange juice. It was the most mundane just Yeah, but I love it. it. And I was just, even my most realistic dreams, it still looks a little bit uh like Van Gogh's yeah. like I mean I mean when bedroom. I woke up I was like, Oh, I can now see why it was. But I mean oh, in the dream it, it still felt, looked really, it was really, really, so, really, really, so really. real. Yeah, but here's what I would say is why why wake up? Yeah. As a big lucid dreamer, you go, Oh, I'm dreaming. Time to like well, it walk around and observe a dream reality. But it wasn't even a lucid dream of like, oh, I'm on the moon. It was I'm in my bedroom. Like, You're not on the moon yet. yet. <laughs> 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 I can make anything happen. Well, but I, I always have terrible flying dreams. Like really, and I don't mean like they're horrible dreams. I can, ju- but I'm just shit at flying in them. I just have no control. Like, yeah. For the first two minutes, I'm like I'm flying, and then I just start. Going continuously into space, and the dream is just me panicking, being like, "I just need to get back to Earth." What does that mean? No idea. That no means idea. something. Like, oh yeah, you're out of control. It's always something obvious. Let's look to the like people. Are like, I had a dream I was eating fire. To the dream dictionary. Did you eat something spicy? It's like, fuck you, dream dictionary. You have chlamydia. Some cat lady, yeah, with a crystal ball, wrote that just, down. Why did I, I buy it? See, I, I don't know how much you can in, uh, sort of interpret. Sort of dreams. Well, old Freudberg would say you can. Freudberg. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, the, and he knows more of his shit than I do, so that's he, fair. He knew all of it. Yeah, he, he was, was the different. foremost Freud scholar. Is he the one that uh, fancied his mother? Sigmund is that? Is yeah, Siggy? that was old so Siggy Freud and Oedipus. Well, he said everyone had an uh, yeah. old. Uh, do you say Oedipus? Today? Oedipus complex. We say Oedipus. Oh, I, I, you, you're probably saying it right. No, come on. You might be. I have no idea. You, it's you, the language started over there. We you, did. You're so much closer. Yeah, but then I'm Scottish, so I, I always like to say uh, whenever people correct me on my pronunciation over here, I always say, "Actually, I think I find it's our language." So however I say it is correct, and they're That's like, right. "You're Scottish." And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking touche." Uh, okay, close enough. Yeah, we butcher the language. It's touche. 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 It's uh, French for touch it. Uh, <laughs> you. Uh, so you're a comedian, obviously, and we have like a bill. I wrote some of the things we're talking about. Dan, yeah. we won't forget. So you're a comedian, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I always find interesting, although I think it is probably an obvious question, mm-hmm. is you said there's some differences. You come here, like, t- talk about the atheist thing and yeah. some of the language barriers and blah, blah, blah. Um, the main difference is, I've noticed, and it's uh, why I'm such a big fan of American comedy is because, and American stand-ups, is because American audiences want you to succeed from the get-go. Like, ah. you, a lot of gigs, you walk out there and they're big face, they're happy, they're like, yeah. you're gonna, this is gonna be great, and there's that optimism. Cherish him! Yeah. And it's just supporting, and it's yay! Yeah. And that's why uh, I think American comics uh, are overall tend to sort of be better because they are able to find their voice easier. Right. Because you just have, you can go on and you can try. As bits. opposed to forging it. Yeah, yeah. In fire. Which is what the UK sort of is. I mean, right. when... I, I've ne- uh, the thing that still freaks me out and I can't do on stage I just watch comics over here who just go on and riff for two minutes at the top and just be like hey so I was walking down the street today the, the yeah. whatever whereas in the UK you've got to have punchlines in those first yeah. sort of two minutes otherwise terrifying because otherwise it's they slowly they they already don't have faith in you you need to prove them wrong yeah you're guilty until yeah. innocent here yeah. you're innocent but that means guilty. when they do love you they fucking love you yeah i don't like that i've never people are i mean i don't mean to put down an entire region of the planet yeah. but it's just like people are like go go to go to scotland or, yeah. or go to ireland or whatever and you know we were talking about david O'Doherty, yeah telling me that like yeah go and once you get him you really get him john oliver is a big yeah. like oh it's great they're gonna call you a wanker and all this stuff and i'm like <laughs> i don't i don't like that i did the laugh factory last night so i saw yeah. you last night then i went and did a set of the laugh factory and i was like i i my voice my specific comedic voice, it doesn't exist well in a place where I can't just kind of be myself and you won't just kind of like enjoy me being myself. Like yeah. that's part of the act. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. honesty of it, the vulnerability of it. I actually followed Neil Brennan who destroyed and Neil was doing all this uh, really like material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could well, have like, printed pr- it yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. and it would have been funny and I was like – I can't follow my, my opener right now is like I wear a Lululemon jacket and I just kind of make fun of the fact that I wear a, like a yoga jacket. Yeah. And there, and there are all these people on dates that are like. It's a Lululemon jacket. It's, it's just like it's mostly for women is okay. the joke. And I wear a jacket from Lululemon because it's very comfortable. They make good tall guy clothes. Oh, okay. But it is a, it is a it's man's, a man's jacket. Okay. It's yeah, yeah. just from the But thing. it's okay. all juiced up and there's all these fucking assholes on dates and they're all like, hey, I'm going to fuck this later. I can't <laughs> laugh at this. Fuck you, you. Don't question shit. my manhood in front of a lady. Yeah. But then you do it at Meltdown and everybody goes, oh, the premium is on vulnerability. In fact, that was, that was the experiment last night. I was like, oh, it's not about alt versus clubs. It's about... Which which values do you uh, put the premium on? In the alt rooms, like here, where yeah. we are, vulnerability is like towards the top. There, deliver, which yeah. I have to think it sounds like that's what Scotland is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and it's, and it's got its advantages and its disadvantages. For sure. example, I honestly don't think uh, the British circuit 
would ever sort of produce. Uh, we don't have a great alt scene like you do, especially in LA. Yeah. But like amazing comics like, you know, Rory Scoville and Maria Bamford and all these great ones. I don't think they would have ever or found their voices quickly in the UK because we just wouldn't have given them time. And thank right, God that they did because right. they've now become these it's comics. very interesting. But I am, ever since I started, I didn't start finding my voice until about three years ago for the first four years of my career. Yeah. It was just, oh, punch, joke, 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 punchline, just punchline. Just be invincible. Yeah. Just get a solid thing and then they can never right. question it. Well, you were on a show called So You Think You're Funny and I'm just like, I, I, I can't create comedy. Yeah. In an environment where the attitude, whether it's TV or not, is so you think you're funny. Yeah, but that's that is that is what every British show is. Oh, so you think you're funny. But when they like, don't worry, and I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love gigging there. Like, yeah, I do the Edinburgh. Festival I would like year. to as well. I mm. just, I'm afraid of it as well. Yeah, but I, th- I honestly believe you'd be fine. Like, it is that thing of it's just the first two minutes, and it's just the unknown. It's the yeah, but yeah, I mean. If you rip a gig in Scotland, it'll be louder than you've ripped a gig most other places. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, that's the payoff. Like, yeah. Even though it's scarier for the first two minutes, the euphoria and the I get raucousness it. of the gig is... And I also say I spent a, part, a portion of the drive over here fantasizing about it. Like, after I do this album, which is filled with lots of silly, silly fun bits, you know, like bits that are just kind of like part of the bit is that that's what the bit is. You know what I mean? Mm. A little bit like what Rory does, I suppose. Uh, playground bits, just playing around, being stupid. I was like, I wonder if after this I could just as an experiment do an album of just hard, clean jokes. Oh, really? Like and just like clean ones? Maybe not Maybe not clean, but I was like, I just, just to show. Jokey just, jokes. Like, people... Like I, I just mean like like Mitch Hedberg is like you yeah. know not necessarily one liners but like these are jokes yeah because there is such a like craftsman pride to being like I write jokes because I went up at the so I didn't do that well I didn't think I did that well yeah. and I get off stage and I'm like I'm not invincible like I'm becoming one of those people that my act is being informed by my popularity so mm. I go and I tour and there's fans there so then it is okay to just kind of be just like, have fun yeah because uh, yeah yeah, they, yeah exactly they just like it but I think that's I think that's one of the. I mean, the reason uh, I think one of my favorite comics is because of that sort of thing. That you, um, your jokes can't really. Other co- comics can't really repeat your jokes. Like, is that, like, <laughs> like if, I, but I think that's a sign of a good comic. If you can't repeat someone, if if yeah. you're explaining to your friend like, oh, he did this really funny bit, and it was like he did this bit, and then it was like, right. and then he was breast milk, and uh, <laughs> and it was like you love it, you slut, or something, and they're like, this guy doesn't sound funny. <laughs> That's the sign of a good comic because uh, it, you have to be there for that. Yeah, Whereas anyone could be like, oh, he did a dick joke about his fucking dick or whatever. Right, like, right, right. It's funny. I'm, thank you, first of all, and thank you for referencing breast milk. I, I, I did enjoy doing that joke. You ever miss a joke? Oh, well, you, so bur- you burn and turn. Yeah, yeah. You do all these Edinburgh shows. Uh, one hour every year. One hour every year. Yeah, I'm doing my seventh hour this year. Seventh hour. Seventh hour. How old? I know it's a big thing. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But in Scottish years, that's like seventy-five. <laughs> like we, we've got a lower life expectancy, so this is my midlife crisis. Like, uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing it now. You're doing. You're fulfilling it. So I wonder if when Louis was like, "I'm doing a new." Hour every year, if everybody was like, "Well, in the, over big here, deal, you bell end." Yeah, <laughs> like over here, like Louis was like me and Carlin, and you know, Bill, and I'm talking about I love all, I love yeah, Louis sure, sure. but he's like, you know, we do a new hour every year, and uh, comics over here were like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And everyone in the UK was like, "Yeah, yeah," because <laughs> that's like, when the festival is, and that's what you do. do. Like, I know there's comic British comic called Richard Herring who's done. Um, I think he's doing his like twenty first. 
hour this year. Yeah. And yeah. That's troubling. But it's, <laughs> but it's but the reason. But, but that's how we find your voice. Like over yeah. here, like you are, you've got these amazing alt rooms, and you guys can get up. You know, it's that thing. You guys can get up two, three times a night. There's just not that scene in the UK. Right. I can get up three times a week. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're busting, you're busting. Oh no! I mean, if I really, I mean, I'm in Scotland, so there's a comedy club around the corner from me. There's a bunch of sort of little ones, but I mean, I could if I wanted to. I could maybe get up five times a week, right? Unless I had a, like a weekend spot, and then I'd right. be up the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But yeah, you just don't have that sort of thing. But that's what Edinburgh is. That's that's the same hour every night, right? Going through. I mean, I sometimes do it t- uh, two hours a night. Uh, like two, the same hour, but twice. Right one after the for other for thirty days. For thirty days, so yeah, See, you end up doing how, like thirty six shows in thirty days. How do you maintain? It's always sounded like maybe I shouldn't say this because I'll probably want to do it at some point. Yeah. But it's, it, it seems like a real nightmare. <laughs> it's, it, it, I could be wrong. I, but I, and I will admit, I'm one of the very few comics who feels this way. I adore the Edinburgh Festival. Really? Oh, I, I, August is like fucking Christmas for me. For a, I just, it's all my best friends from all over the world. Because I live in Edinburgh. Yeah. Coming to my Your city. town. And if, if you've been to Edinburgh, which you know you which have. I have. The population of Edinburgh triples during August. Oh, wow. Uh, the bar licenses are open until 5 a.m. And just the center of Edinburgh, which is normally, it's outside the university. And it's just this empty little concrete park where scares just smoke and you know, scares? Skaters. Sorry, oh, scares. I always drop T's. Your listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is he saying? Skaters. Skaters. I was just picturing scarecrows. Scare- <laughs> yeah. It's to scare away the <laughs> students. <laughs> it's dangerous for a scarecrow to smoke. I, no. I've made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's how they scare you. It's not by getting you away. It's like, everyone dies. What's the point? Brings us back to the gray. Yeah. yeah. A cigarette is just saying, like, I give up. I've, I give up, yeah. yeah. I, uh, but yeah, so... I j- yeah, I mean it's re- it can it can be stressful, but if you just take it as just fun, like I mean, you can. There's literally uh, like a thousand comedy shows a day. Like there's like yeah. four thousand shows overall. It's the biggest arts festival in the world, and you just go into you go into the center of the city at twelve in the afternoon, and you just walk around and it's just alive. And you go to all the little cafes, and then yeah. you do your show. And I mean, and you're sort of big enough now that you would have. It's not like you're going over there, like a new comic like I need to make a name for myself right. you would have a great time oh that's and fun then you have you, all the bars and you go out drinking and everyone's there and it's and everyone's in the same boat as you like it's not as sort of I mean it's obviously industry based in a way but you're most people there are comedians who are going through the exact right you've got the comic who's had a great gig and the comic who's had a terrible night and you're right. all just in the bar afterwards being like what are well, we doing well you've just sold me huh? yeah. I mean it sounds great now it's just it's all com- my, it's all comics and you make so many good friends and you just yeah. get uh, I mean if you like drinking which I personally adore yeah and you, if you're racist you're halfway to a great Scott according to you according, <laughs> according that's to let's call back to you yeah <laughs> but you've never been racist so it's racist it's inception I hate that's that old hack new hack sorry old hack old, is it, no inception jokes are kind of new hack I'd say what is oh I say alt, alt hack alt, alt meaning hack, hack for, uh, uh, for yeah, like yeah, this yeah. room yeah Inception, uh, yeah, I think Inception's Inception, on the list. Yeah, of all anything time. that's he said this twice, it's the Inception of the. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been guilty. I'm not calling out any other comics. I've done the exact. No, same. that's what's fun about the alt hack list is I know it because I do it. Yeah, yeah. It's the like, one that I do the most is like uh, is or whatever where you go like and then like a, a big lady comes to you with you in a knife and she says I'm gonna cut off your balls and stuff it in a turkey or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, like, like something that's clearly rehearsed and then. Or whatever. I like 
also like, what am I doing with this hand? What's this? You know what you're doing. You did it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Or, That's a bit of your boy, Eddie Izzard. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he does What's it this? very well, but yeah. he's like, what, why am I doing this? Why, like, this? why does a chimpanzee sound like a... Yeah, yeah. Because you do it every night? I like doing uh, the... I'm not, I'm not here to call that man out. He's a no, no, he's, he's great. great. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like... The, my favorite thing to do with my friends, uh, which I try to do on stage all the time, is say something really, really, really sexual, but then just follow it with, if you know what I mean. Ah. Just like, so I took her home and I uh, fucked her in the vagina. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, Very nice. Just people go, yeah. But uh, <laughs> you, you, you said it. <laughs> yeah, so we went back and uh, we um, had sex for four yeah. hours and I came in her face. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're literally describing it. Sorry I ruined your pancakes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Wait, now I am being euphemistic. Uh, where? Oh, Edinburgh. Uh, here's my problem, though. Not mm-hmm. my problem. Here's my question. Especially an act like me, if I do a Thursday through uh, Saturday. You're doing every day at the festival. What? You're doing every day at the festival. No, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. every day you do it at the festival. Yeah. But I'm saying at a weekend here. So by the time it's late show Saturday, I've done the act five times. Yeah. Big deal, you'd think. It's it's hard to uh, maintain sanity. Yeah. It's hard to stay in the bits. Yeah. It's hard to remember why you ever thought they were funny in the first place. And then a big thing that I'm just coming to terms with is like a lot of my act is me enjoying my act, not just laughing at myself, even though that is genuine and a lot of fun and helps me stay in it. But it's also just like a, a, a certain amount of joy that you usually have. It occurs organically when you haven't done the bit in a while. Yeah. But if you're rolling into the 30th time you've told the breast milk joke. Yeah. I mean, hard to do. Yeah, but I think you. It's it's. Fun. I think uh, I totally agree with you. You do get bored of the bits, but what I've found especially is I find boredom in my bits drive me to write them further. Like, I mean, the first three times I do a joke or during the festival, the first five nights I'm just polishing. I'm like, oh, that line could be cut that, and then the next five nights it's just ripping because it's all tight. Mm. But then the next two nights after that, when it's mid festival and the energy sort of down, the show has become. You know, a bit quieter, and you're, and you're bored with the bits, and then that's just suddenly when you start fucking with it yourself because you are going and you're going insane. insane. You're like, I need to make it, and that's when you come out with some really stupid bits. Yeah, and then those, and it's the same process. Then you start tightening those loose bits, and then you end up with an entirely different show at the start of the festival than you did at the end. Oh, you should get two tickets. Yeah, but I always say doing the Edinburgh Festival I, is the equivalent of doing about a year or two in the circuit. I believe just that because there's no one following you. There's no one on before you you've just got to go into a room where they're there to see you and for an hour just keep that energy going learn how to deal with the lull that comes 40 minutes in that's inevitable you're not going to have them just goo goo for like I don't know what that laugh was but you know that was regular hat doing Schwarzenegger then it was cool now it's all tack it's making the rounds it's going around it's going around no I know what you mean when I saw old David O'Doherty in Melbourne he came out and he just did his hour no opener like I was on a show that had openers and stuff like we were on like a showcase and it was very impressive like he was so comfortable with it and really owning it it sounds to me and this gives me so much joy I love my people and I love when my people love what they're doing Mm. as opposed to the guy that's just doing stand up to be like you just want to be the Kimmy Gibbler of some new sitcom Kimmy Gibbler yes (laughs) (laughs) you seem like you are in the process you're enjoying it you like writing you like you like it reminds me of John Oliver he's like even the bombing or even the yeah. tedium or even the insanity, it's this uh, relenting to the idea that stand-up is whatever stand-up is being at that moment. 
it's just the funnest fucking job in the world. Yeah. Like, anytime I meet a comic that's like, oh, I don't like, oh, I'm like, fucking yeah. quit then, you asshole. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, aware yeah. how lucky you are yeah. to, like, that's the reason I sort of, um, like, when I started this, I never, in my wildest fucking dreams, ever expected Your dreams to be... are mostly just your uh, flatmates yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stab you. God, yeah. <laughs> Feel the car, but again, I'll yeah. stab you. As we've discussed, my dreams are very tedious. So, <laughs> so it's true. Even my wildest dreams when You'd I'm never falling thought. into space. <laughs> <laughs> this started as flying. Oh God, why has this gone so terribly? You go by Clooney. Yeah. Alt hack. Gravity <laughs> reference. Alt hack. I've never... I've, I wouldn't say that was alt hack. It's all, we're going to make it alt hack okay. by the end of this podcast. <laughs> make it alt just. Uh, so never in your wildest dreams. Never, I never thought I would ever get to this stage of my career. I love it. I never thought I would be. When I started, people asked, what was your uh, dream? And I went, I just want to make a living at stand-up comedy. Yeah. That's all I want to do. And I am doing that now. And people know, especially when you come to LA and you have means, like, what do you want to do? What's your dream? I'm like, literally living it. Yeah. Literally, if this is the next 10 years of my life, done. I'm in. I'm sold. Like, but that's the, the catch-22 on that is like, I remember Hannibal was that way. I remember talking to Hannibal about that when, when we were both, you know, about seven years in mm. or whatever and he was like I just want to do stand up I just want to do stand up I just want to do stand up and, uh, and and that you know now look at him I mean he's crushing it in lots of different ways yeah, he's yeah. in films TV offers and TV shows and all these different things and that's the weird thing is the guys that are like I'm just using this to piggyback my way Wait, on yeah. to whatever and then this and then this they don't get it but the guys that are just like I just want to be funny I just want to do it I just want to do stand up and then remain uh, 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 present yeah. in the scene, meaning they, they do well in L.A., they do well in New York, they do well wherever it is that these things tend to happen, they'll happen for you as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope so. Like, I just, I don't know. It's but I mean, a, look, you did Conan, and now you have a development deal with yeah. uh, Conoco. Yeah. I did Conan, and I got a late-night talk show, and that was just from doing stand-up. And yeah. I think you and I both went into that similarly. I want to go on Conan because it was my dream since I started doing stand-up to do Conan. Then you go, and of course you're going to do well. Yeah. You're going to try and do well. Do your best stuff. Then you do your best stuff, and then may, then the development deal comes between two guys, it's like the mafia, with an understanding. Like, oh, I see that you respect the comedy uh, idol. Why don't you go make something happen? Yeah, why don't you... Uh... Don't tell me what until it happens, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to trust you with this money. Exactly. And you go make something happen. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because we like helping out people that are purists, that are into yeah. it for, for the good reason. Yeah, I mean, I, when I got the Conan deal, I, uh, first of all, didn't even expect anything like that. Because, and also, the whole thing, I had no idea what happened. Yeah, Nobody what do you mean? Well, like, I don't really know how LA works, which I kind of enjoy. Yeah, uh, neither, like, neither I'm, do I. I'm, like, really just like, all right, okay, like, okay, I'll just bounce along and people will say nice things. And you just sort of, you know, you know, after the couple of, and Jim Gaffigan's got the great phrase of uh, the petting zoo meetings. Yeah. Which is like, you're the greatest thing in the world. You're going to be huge. Next. You're amazing. You're going to be the greatest thing in the world. Next. And it just, you leave a room feeling good. And Sometimes then... I think about, I mean, wouldn't you hedge your bets? Yeah, yeah. If you were the casino and not the gambler, wouldn't you be like, just go, it, go it, give it, free it, drinks to everyone. Yeah, That's, just because it'll hey, keep them there. The casino gives free drinks to everyone. Yeah. That's the analogy. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, let's turn that into alt hack. <laughs> let's... Sandra Bullock taking off a suit in the background, <laughs> a space suit in the background. But in her dream, which she's having <laughs> inside of George Clooney's head, Did you where f- he doesn't oh. die. <laughs> Spoiler. I forget. In Inception, do you? If you die in a dream, do you die in real life? Was that the? In Inception, if you don't pay attention, you're bored. And then you <laughs> Did you re- not like Inception? Didn't care for it. Oh man, I was the opposite. You know, they lost me with the bad old guy makeup. Minute one. 
<laughs> when the Asian guy from uh, Batman Begins comes oh, out yeah. and he's like, I'm a hundred. I'm like, are you? Because you look like you bought that costume at the old five and dime. You yeah. going trick-or-treating? Oh, I always hate old people costumes. Did you watch the, uh, what was the, oh God. They're all it? bad. Jay Edgar? No, what was the one that was this prequel or sequel to Aliens or whatever it was? Oh. Ridley Scott? Yeah, I didn't see it. Prometheus. Prometheus. Right, so one of the guys, Guy, no, not Guy Ritchie, one of the, one of the guys, oh God, people are going to One of the this. guys, uh, Ritchie. One of the <laughs> guy, yeah, Guy, what's his face? Uh, people at home going, it's what's his face? But the hard, who was the guy that was in Memento? Oh, um, Fastbender. Michael Fassbender in Memento. No. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I know. Guy but Pierce. He wasn't Guy in Pierce. Guy Pierce. Thank Katie you. said it. Yeah. So Guy Pierce is in Prometheus, right? Yeah. And he's an old man at the start of it. Now, in my head, when I see an old, when I see a normal aged actor in old man costume, I'm like, yeah. oh, there's obviously going to be a bit in the film yeah. where you look young again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Prometheus, he never looks young again, and you're just like. <laughs> Just hire a fucking old guy. Like, why did you need to spend however much money putting him in all this? Uh, and, no, and the whole time I'm like, it's going to be like he's going to get into a time machine. Or there's going to be a flashback. Or he's going to fall into the fountain of youth. And he's going to come out. And he's going to look this way. And Guy Pearce is just old and then dies old. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Just hire an old guy. Uh, maybe it's the next movie. Yeah. Is there going to be a next one? I don't know. No. Who's... Who's out there like, ooh, the new alien? Yeah, oh, well, no, I know. Some people. Yeah, yeah, God. And people who just slammed off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Some guy nicknamed Newt. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? Um, oh, so many places. You were saying your dream is to do stand-up. Yes. What did your parents do, and who was your favorite? Oh, uh, oh, well, this, I mean, if we could talk about my parents for the rest of the podcast. Okay. Um, well, they call me the king of the parent interview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, I honestly, I don't have a fa- I love my parents. Oh, so you much. get along with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. My parents are the, uh, like, the coolest, funniest people. Like, really? Dis- yeah, disgustingly So why could we talk about them? Just, <laughs> I mean, I know you have the whole thing with, you know, it's the book, they fuck you up, the sort of relationships you have with your parents. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm so close with my mother and uh, yeah, close to my father, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's all the mother sort of stuff. Like, why would I have a girlfriend if I have a woman who will never love me as much as this one? Yeah, yeah. oh, you say that. You, oh, yeah, yeah totally. you feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, they're. I mean, they're really. I mean, they're assholes sometimes, but in like a very. They're both very funny people. Yeah. Like there's one time I was doing a comedy festival, like a music festival up like North Scotland. And it's like a six-hour drive, and I didn't have a, I didn't have a car at this point. I was still insured on my mother's car. Yes. And so I was like, "Can I borrow the car for the weekend? I'm going to go up to a music festival." And she was like, "Sure." And she's laughing because the car is a bright yellow car. It's a tiny little bright yellow Ford car. So it already is the most ridiculous car in the world. And so I t- made my friends go through, and she's like, "Oh, the heating's broken in the car. Uh, so it's just the heating's just constantly on. Like that's just <laughs> that's not the worst something we kind. Yeah. Well." And not in Scotland normally, it's, but this was a yeah. sunny weekend. So I get and but I get there and she's just pissing herself laughing because she's got fake eyelashes and she's put them on the front of the yellow car on the things uh, and she's put flowers on it and that's what I now have to drive up oh, to this music. Oh, kooky fun mom yeah. car! So I'm driving up the fucking thing with my friend and we, we're both wearing vests because it's so hot in the car and we're wearing our sunglasses and we're so hot and we're sweaty and we're in this bright yellow car with fucking eyelashes on it 
and just like this other car of people, just guys drove past us, rolled down the window, and we're like, "You pair of gays!" <laughs> and the first part of me was about to be like, "How dare you?" And then Adam was like, "Look at us." He has a point. His <laughs> hatred is unfounded, but his assumption makes sense. <laughs> like two guys invest. Maybe he was just yelling, I've always wanted to go to, and then when he passed you, we went, Paraguay! Maybe this meant he wanted to go to Paraguay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get what the wanker gesture was. <laughs> just, I really hope you enjoy sausages. Just really. But sucking on them first. <laughs> That's really funny. So uh, you and mum's mums, mummy, mummy, mums only sauce. child. Uh, no, uh, youngest, oldest, two, two, <laughs> uh, two brothers, dead sister, dead sister, dead sister. The, she's the she was the youngest. She no, she was middle. That's why there's such an age gap between me and my brothers. I was uh, two years older than she was. Yeah, uh, she was. Uh, she had cerebral palsy, which is just basically. Severely disabled. We yeah. like to use the term floppy. <laughs> floppy! She was floppy. She couldn't walk or talk. She was floppy. She could smile and laugh. She was floppy. What did you think of the extras pilot? Uh, the extras pilot, which one? It's the one with the girl with cerebral palsy. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, I know Francesca Martinez. That's yeah, the actress? She, she's a comedian. She's a comedian? Yeah, Francesca Martinez. Well, she's is, great in that. In she's that a hol- I, we were a, I did a gig with her out in uh, Southeast Asia. Um, and it's her and her boyfriend and this other comedian called uh, Craig Hill and we're all out there and Francesca's just great and we're you, you have to, when you're walking around with her uh, you if her boyfriend's on there you just you, like, link arms with her just because it makes it easier for her to walk and you sit and she's just so funny she's got such a sweet sense of humour but then after you spend three days with someone she started then making jokes about me and then uh, and then she starts making jokes about Craig, and there's always that thing of like, when are we allowed to make make jokes? And then, uh, and then one, and then the tension was finally broken. Where one day she came off stage, and we all went out back out the back, and uh, she's walking along, and she's with her boyfriend, and me and Craig are a bit further ahead, and just in front of all the fans that were in the show, Craig turns around and goes, "Oh, for fuck's sake, Francesca, just drop the act. We're off stage now." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I, that's my sort of. What humor. if she did? She was just like, oh, and just runs up and kicks him in the face. She just like real impressed with Ronda Rousey style, just takes him down. But yeah. your sister died of cerebral palsy. I don't know why she did. She died of something along the way. Yeah, she just it, complications yeah, ar- arising yeah. because of cerebral of the palsy. thing. Yeah. yeah. So there was that's very sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was. Uh, yeah. 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 Was, uh, I understand, but you were saying you were very young. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, that was yeah. that was the moment my mother said that she sort of knew I was going to be a comedian because the way I reacted to it was uh, like I cried for like 10 minutes and then my whole family were there and I just had to make people laugh I couldn't handle the uncomfortableness but then my dad says I feel the same way but not because you were making jokes at the time it's because that even when your sister died you still needed to be the center of fucking attention oh my (laughs) god I was like that makes a lot of sense really perfect yeah so uh, yeah so there's and then I've got my two younger brothers who are uh, shit they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> like 12 and 15. Yeah, they're there somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've, I've always said, like, the reason we weren't close when we were not be, only because of the age gap, just because they weren't people yet. Yeah. Like, of course. They were nine years old. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to fucking talk to a nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? What we are have we nothing in about? common. Yeah. yeah that's why Still eating paste? <laughs> fucking beat it. Beat it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So your mom gave you that. Well, you know, I'm always projecting my story onto people. Go. Why don't you tell? Do you think you got confidence from your mom? Do you think you got it from your dad? Do you, 
for me, it was confidence from the mom. I was like, oh, everything yeah. I do is golden. Yep. And then from the dad was like, I, I had that yearning for his approval. But what was it for you? I would say this, yeah, the same, like, um, but both my, my parents are also two hugely academic people. Ooh. Like, my mother's a PhD in uh, microbiology, and, it, like, she's outsourced by the UN to travel around the world giving lectures on, like, mercury emissions oh, wow. and greenhouse gases. So, like, most of my childhood, she was, uh, she goes to, like, a new country every month just traveling to give these lectures. And my dad's a computer programmer, but genuinely just one of the smartest men, um, just ever, really. We were, All around, not yeah, just ones like, and zeros. Yeah, like really weird, just is able to, like, he's a fucking finger pointer. For the first 15 years of my life, I well, first 18 years of my life, I argued like my dad and my mom was like, you need to stop and like, you need to not argue like your father. It's not fair. What does that mean? Because uh, my, uh, because my dad's just, he's always right. The fact is, my mom's like, he always thinks he's right about everything. I'm like, well, it's because normally... He is right about everything. It's founded confidence. Like, he's a know-it-all, but you're like, but he does know it all. Yeah, yeah. But he's not willing to... They call this a pair of gays, but we are in a yellow car with eyelashes. They make a good point. (laughs) Shall we we try? I mean, we're already in costume. (laughs) I like that the sweating wasn't really part of the story, but, But, like, that guy is like, you know how gay people are always sweating. sweating. (laughs) (laughs) Just always the sweaty, sweaty gays. They're a sweaty group. (laughs) Are they? I've never glistening. I think, yeah, uh, shimmering, a magical always, shimmer because they are magical. Yeah, <laughs> very magical creatures. When you come out, a wizard gives you your wand with a star on the end. You know, <laughs> a wand. That's what all Harry Potter was. <laughs> it was him coming out of the closet he under did the come stairs. Out of the closet under the stairs, <laughs> literally Shit. to his family that weren't accepting him. Then he went to a weird school, school where he's closer to the friends with the guys than he is with the girl. And they're all holding their uh, six-inch wands <laughs> while pointing them at each other and into, saying weird He goes word. into a store and tries out a bunch of wands and sees which one fits perfectly. Oh, okay. And, by the way, if that story were if Harry Potter, a magical romp, were more realistic, as soon as he got yeah. that invisibility cloak. What <laughs> oh, yeah. if the rest... <laughs> he gets it to save the mission. The rest of the movie is him just in the girls' dorm, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Harry! They know doing? it's him. Nothing. That's Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> I saw him slither in here. I uh, just uh, thought I'd uh, check it out, to just looking through all the Voldemort. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's just like, like, look, he was on the back of that guy's head the one time. He might be on your breasts. He's constantly present. He could be anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, go on. You were going. What was and it? And I interrupted. Uh, no, no, it's fine. With glistening gaze and Harry glistening Potter. Glistening gaze. Oh, yeah. So just my parents are very... My, yes. my, my, my dad, Academics. Yeah. That um, know, know everything. Your dad knows everything. Yeah. And you you kind of assume that, like, I'm right. I'm right. Because I was... Uh, yeah, because I was able to sort of argue, sort of like my dad, and then I got into... Uh, and then I got into weed, and I just really calmed the fuck down. The weed smoke. The weed smoke. The, Interesting. Uh, the marijuana. So you're a fellow that finds weed smoke to be uh, you can you can like handle it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not so much uh, out here, but like in the. Yeah. Why is it stronger here? Oh Jesus! Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, like the, the main difference is like you can go here and. Like, you can ask for certain types of strains. Like, it's still, because it's decriminalized most places here. I yeah. was in Colorado where you can just walk into a yeah, store yeah. and buy it. Like, yeah. a goddamn adult. Yeah, yeah. Pack of J's. Just get it. Uh, yeah. But in the UK, you've still, like, 
you're still buying from a fucking dealer. Yeah. In a car. Right. Like, if like I go in to the my, 60s, we were just talking about this. It's like weed was just weed. Yeah. It's exa- it I wasn't like, is it indica or it's, sativa? It's just weed. Take what you're fucking Smoke given. your weed. Just get, take take your medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas over here, like, I was in Colorado. I was like, oh, can I get one, like, that's a real sort of upper but makes me feel happy? But then can I get one that, like, really, really makes me enjoy the gray? And then one that makes... And the guy's like, oh, this one and this one and this one. And then just for the rest of the day, I'm like, <laughs> I need an upper. And then there's my sleepy one. Yeah. And they've got mouth spray. Yeah. And oh, have you tried the mouth spray? The mouth spray I like. Tell me about it. It's, well, it's just, it tastes weird. Yeah. But it was... Isn't it just the oil, basically? It's pretty, potentially, but you sort of spray it in and then you just sort of get a bit sort of high. And it was just, I was really liberating to just be able to do it on stage. Just be like... Yeah. This That's... is totally legal. Every part of this is legal. That's so funny. Um, yeah, big fan. But that, I was a really sort of stressy, younger uh, kid. Uh, yeah. Like just really oh, angry as well. Like I got, I was really angry. Why? I don't know. I really, um, I was just I was very passionate about stuff. I think I sort of got it from my, my dad. Like I was as passionate about stuff as my dad was, but with none of the facts to back it up. <laughs> so, so you became a comedian. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but then I started smoking weed and I just sort of, um, just calmed down and started listening to other people's opinions and being like, oh fuck. And then slowly that journey that you go on suddenly realize that you're probably wrong about most things. Yeah. Weird question. Mm. What are the what are the chances? Like when when somebody shoots up as quickly as you and finds what they're supposed to do as quickly as yeah. you, and then like fits into that so quickly. <laughs> this is my, honestly my question. Yeah, what do you think the chances are that you're the reincarnated soul of some somebody else? Oh, uh, God, no, zero, no, yeah. Because I I wish that were the case. Because would, like when somebody's so young and slips into something, yeah, and you're just like this just works. Like the stories of like the Dalai Lama or different like monks and stuff coming and finding their brush, and you're yeah. like, I love weed and I'm, doing comedy, and I'm just, combative. Yeah. I guess it doesn't need to be magical. Well, no, I mean I I'm, I'm interested in the way. <laughs> like, that, no, no, well, no, I mean, no, but that's I, my, I, no, but I've got my that's my that's my problem a lot of the time. Uh, I've I've got my dad's voice in my head. It's one of the reasons I always say that I'm not good when I sort of take other drugs because any time I feel anything remotely spiritual or something I don't understand, my dad's voice just comes into bed and goes, you're on drugs, you fucking idiot. <laughs> of course you can feel love as an energy. You're on fucking drugs. Like anytime I'm like, oh my God, we're all one. We're all connected. Uh, and we're all interwoven. <laughs> my dad's like, you've taken a bunch of drugs. That's what people on drugs say. That's why you feel that way. You fucking idiot. And it really, I'm so confused with it. Like, and, it's so funny. Yeah. But you, do you ever miss out? You're like, I wish I could just, Oh, I'd be would. like, this is the true way to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really enjoy. I mean, when I I, I tried uh, meditation for a while, and I did have my dad's uh, voice. My dad walked in on me meditating once, and this is the same man that's walked in on me masturbating, and he was more ashamed of walking in on me meditating. Oh my god! You, know. you should just start wanking it. Just be like, oh, this is this is what I do before I masturbate. Father. Why? Why? Well, my dad's just dad's facts, 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 facts. Logical. Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of facts that say meditation oh, is good for your brain. Oh, that. in that sense, yes. I mean. He'll totally. He agrees with the fact that, like, I mean, my argument to him was: I don't necessarily believe that it connects me to the earth or anything, but I do agree that sitting down for thirty minutes in your own head and breathing is, of course, that's scientifically going right. to calm your brain down. And he's like, oh, in that sense, absolutely. He really. What, what did he say? Um, he was just like, like, walked in and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Meditating." He's like, "Hey, weirdo." And we spoke about it because he's not. He's full, full atheist, uh, like hardcore, hardcore atheist, and I. Um, sort of kind of like that, yeah. but I'm open to... Open atheist. Open atheist, just in the way that... Ju- 
like I, none of the gods that I sort of think that have been created are, are the real ones, but I've taken enough drugs in my time to know that I don't know everything. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, what do you mean? Which drugs are we? It sounds like I you've did, taken some hallucinogens. I did, a, I did DMT. You did? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Tell me everything. And I've never done mushrooms. Dimethyl tricycline. Yeah. yeah. I and believe. The, the, yeah. Tryptamine, I think, or something like that. Dimethyl tryptamine? It makes you fall asleep? I did, yeah. <laughs> just and that's the yeah dimethyl uh, DMT let's DMT, just say DMT the, is the, the pineal gland pineal gland in your yeah, brain that yeah. causes you to dream dream it helps you when it, when you picture an orange in your head and you see an orange that's yeah and it's also that's it's the same compound that ayahuasca is which is the stuff right. they drink it's out the same thing it. as mushrooms is yeah, yeah. they're all the same they're as all it is. together but uh, DMT occurs naturally we're made of DMT to a mm. certain extent mm. DMT is in grass so really when you're taking DMT I think you're taking DMT and a you're something that inhibits the thing that stops the DMT inhibiting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, an enabler. Well, and, and, or and, well, that's why when you sort of smoke it, it breaks it down. I've only done it once, and I'll never do it again. Tell me everything. Uh, so, but it's supposed to be like a very to make you as interested, the listener, mm-hmm. as I am. It's supposed to be like a very, very serious, yeah. intense. Everyone has the experience. same thing, which is like it lasts no longer than fifteen minutes. And uh, but time sort of stands still. It's not really like time's no longer a concept. You kind of leave your body. Yeah. You experience. You talk to these beings, and there's an overwhelming sense of calm and deja vu. That's. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that everyone takes that says the same sort of thing. Yeah. So I had a friend that had done it a bunch of times, and he was like, "Do you want to try it?" And I was like, "No, it's not. It doesn't really sound like my thing." He's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "I'm not spiritual." And he's like, "Well, in that case, this is exactly why you should. Like, what are you? What are you scared of?" I was like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a fair point. So we sat down and we <laughs> meditated for a bit. He had it with him? Uh, he brought it up. So me and, uh-huh. my, me and my flatmate, uh, Kai, did it. And, uh, yeah, he sort of inhaled it. And I had no idea that my brain was capable of making computer graphics that good. <laughs> like, Norm, whenever I heard about people who listening, I was like, ah, you're fucking, you're weak-minded. It's, you're just, you're going with the floor, or whatever. <laughs> and then I take this and I'm like, holy shit. Uh-huh. Like, my carpet was a, like, they were all just little funny You love ones. carpets. When you're in alternate Dude, realities, you're like, get to the carpet. carpet. <laughs> this is the floor. I'm just like, this is reality. This is I'm the one you, thing man. I That's... can't leave. <laughs> I'm having deja vu, actually. I think somebody else went to carpets every time they were tripping yeah, or something. Yeah, it's just, well, because it's the closest thing you can, you're not. Yeah. yeah. yeah what, are you going to go to the ceiling for? Get to the carpet. I can fly. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, I Don't fly. Never, never again. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was... So I, you smoke, it's supposed to be very harsh. Very harsh. And then you sort of, you, you do it again, and then it just goes, and we were listening to the music that you're meant to sort of listen to, and then the visuals start coming, and I'm like, this is... And for a boy, I'm a very... I like real... St- I like realistic stuff. I like... Yeah. I like reality. Big fan of it. And yeah. That's where I do most of my work. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> where all my people are. But it just... I freaked out for point two seconds when it got so real. I was like, oh, God. Well, tell I, me, go beat by beat. You smoke it? I smoke it. You start it, seeing small hallucinations? And then I start looking around, and the music that's on the TV starts How long after? Uh, oh, like... Immediately. Yeah, like, it goes in, and then when, the way you meant to do it is the other person... Ha- You've got your other person there to make sure you're fine. You inhale a bit, hold it for, like, 30 seconds, and they're still heating up the next bit, and then... In the next one, they basically have to force it into your mouth because you're already holding. You're the first pretty one. much going. No, no, no. You can breathe out, but you're, oh. that's when you're about to leave, and you're you don't have the functions to inhale. Oh, so then <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you don't have the function to, to inhale. That's a good time. Well, because you kind of leave your. But I mean, I'm there and I'm looking around, and 
uh, You're still in your head, though. I'm still in my head. I'm still in my you're, head. You're looking with your eyes. Yeah, I'm looking around and I, uh, I mean, this was a stupid idea. We did it in my living room and I own a dinosaur. So that was a dumb place to do yeah, it. Yeah, and a bleeding uh, clown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, we, I own a, I own a life-size replica of a velociraptor. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's what happens if you give a 21-year-old a thousand pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yay! <laughs> you want to put it on a house? No, a dinosaur! <laughs> like, I don't live with my parents. I don't have a girlfriend. Freedom! <laughs> his name's Rowdy you can write him I'm a moron is my point uh, are you feeling euphoria at this point uh, what happens is for 0.2 seconds I'm about to I'm, I can feel myself I'm about to freak out I'm like oh my god and then just the most overwhelming sense of calm I've ever experienced just like literally not a person but just something came up behind me and was just like hey 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 you're alright you've been here before you're safe just enjoy it nothing's gonna happen I'm looking after you and it was just so overwhelming that I'm just like, all right, okay. And I'm just looking around and... It's just the room, though. No, no, I've sort of... I'm in a... I mean, I'm still a bit in my room, but there's a part of me that's no longer in the room. There's part of me that feels like it's somewhere else. And are we seeing that other place? Uh, we are. It's just... I mean, it's not... I mean, it's really hard to explain. I, it's I know, it's I not know. so much a visual, but it was more of a sort yeah. of fe- feeling. I mean, everyone talks about the beings that you sort of meet. I like, heard you go through some sort of portal. Yeah, when you break through and you yeah. go to the, I didn't have a full one of those and I don't want to. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, every every part of my DMT experience was fun, but I'll never do it again. Yeah, well, I just don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, I think I don't think I'm ready for it, like maybe in 10 years. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too, like, because the beings, I had a conversation Okay, here are the beings. Them. They're like, I remember sitting there and they're like, hey, how's, how's it going? What do they look like? Oh, you don't see them. They don't oh, look like anything, but they're entities that just exist in consciousness. It's, yeah. I mean, everything I say, my dad yeah. is pummeling yeah. his head on a You're table. You're on drugs! You smoked dreams! <laughs> of course that's what happened when you smoke dreams, you fucking idiot! <laughs> and... And, uh, and he continues programming in basic. You're just goddamn basic. <laughs> he just One, likes the oh, challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he does. And so, and the, I'm talking to the beings, and I'm like, "This is weird." And they're like, "Why is it weird?" And I'm like, "Because none of this is real." And they're like, "Well, what is reality? Like this, you're saying this isn't real to your reality, but this is our reality. So, what is your reality? You take life too seriously." And I'm like, "Oh, I know that." And they're like, "Well, you need to change that." And I'm like, "Well, that's not really an answer." They're like, you need to stop taking life so seriously. I'm like, how? And they're like, well, just, you know, do it. And then, and I'm, and the whole time they're like, just come. Like, this is a place you need to be. And I'm like, I really like the real world. I'm really not ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was kind of like, you know, if it's kind of like losing your virginity and then halfway through be like, oh, this. I, you want to come like, back. I, I don't want to. I've taken mushrooms uh, the most recent time and I was like, I don't want to leave. I was having a lovely day with my girlfriend and I, yeah. I was like, we both took them. We both had a similar experience where it was like, I don't really want to go somewhere else. And with mushrooms, you don't really go anywhere else, but you do go into like another state. Yeah. I will say a couple uh, observations about your experience. One. It's interesting that these beings uh, never tire of having, like, weird stoner conversations. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing my dad was saying. <laughs> like, they're ready to talk about it. What like, is reality? Uh, they're never <laughs> – yeah, I, I doubt anyone's ever taken DMT and get to the beings, and they're like, was whiplash as good as they said it was? <laughs> <laughs> was it? Because I feel like I've heard the Oscar should have gone there. Like, don't get me wrong. Love Keaton. But uh, what's going on down there? <laughs> it's always... What a disappointing yeah. trip. <laughs> Have you tried the McRib? <laughs> oh. You just turn up and it's the waiting room. They're just like, Gary will be out in a yeah. second. He's visiting someone else. The other else. thing, what happens when they take drugs? I wonder if they take drugs to visit the us. Other, yeah. Oh, God, that would be so shit. Imagine 
you live in this existential plane yeah. where time is nothing and all beings are connected, and then you come down here. What can you do? Uh, you know, you can you can whack it. You can whack it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's one of my and favorite. Then they, and then they never leave real life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have this in the other place. Sorry for ruining your pancakes. <laughs> I guess that's that's one of my favorite thought experiments, hypotheses for the why we're here is that maybe we were there, yeah. the place that we visit when we're on these things. Your dad is now yelling at me, yeah. uh, in my mind. Uh, but the idea that we, then we come here to experience a more, a less connected thing to, to kind of understand what we can understand in this form. Who knows? Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm open to the idea of a, like, after doing that, I'm, I'm open to the idea of a higher consciousness now and not in the way that I believe it. But just in the way that from, I would be ignorant to say that I, I, I mean, ages ago, I would have been like, I know everything. This is a fact. Whereas now I'm like, yeah, whenever I talk to someone, uh, sort of, and I would love to be uh, sort of more spiritual, what friends are, and they just seem infinitely happier. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm also 24 and an asshole. So yeah. <laughs> I'll do it later. Yeah, you got I'll, time. I'll be fine. You got time. Well, we'll talk. We can talk more about uh, God uh, towards the end. Oh, yeah. We're, we're kind of in it now, but I mean, whatever. Can, so you're talking about your parents you know. and your young man. How do you lose your virginity? Uh, <laughs> I uh, and just, then I want you to tell that story you told on 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 my talk show. Do you remember? Oh that story? God! Yeah. Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> I I have also have such a huge point about that and a massive apology to make to you. You you can do it that first if you'd like. Okay, yeah. So the first time I uh, met you was the um, the, the Pete Holmes show when yeah. you got to do your show. Yeah, I was very excited. Um, and I'm with JP Buck, who I adore with every fiber of my being. He's a yeah, lovely man. He's great. So I start. He's like, "What are the stories?" So I tell him all these stories, and I come on and I tell the story. Which I will, I'll tell again of the time I had sex uh, with a married woman, she seduced me and, and used me. And I remember coming up and it was really good. And then I get home and my mum watches it. And this is this is absolutely my mum. Mum watches this entire entire thing about me fucking a married woman. And her reaction is, you're an idiot. And I was like, oh, why? Because what I did? And she was like, no, you know, Pete Holmes that's divorced. Because uh, his wife cheated on him. I'm like, gosh, shit. And just foot in my... Oh, no. And for weeks I was like, I am such a piece of no, shit. Oh, no, no, I was, oh, no. my God. That, I don't even think that crossed my mind, to be oh, honest. Good. Like, we're not all a club yeah. of jilted men. <laughs> or cuckolds, cuckolds. Cuckolds, yeah, cuckolds. Because yours was so unique. So, first of all, that's very sweet of you. Uh, and your mom, I can't believe she even knew that fact about me. It's a it's a mom, it's a mom is a huge comedy fan. I love that. My, the reason I got into comedy is because my dad made me watch stand up comedy since I was about six years old. Really? Yeah. Who grabbed you? Uh, British comics. I was really yeah. into uh, Jack. D. Get Mark to the Lamar. Americans. Bill Hicks. <laughs> we, watched, we watched Bill Hicks at the age of eight. My dad was. Like, I like that you you did get to the Americans. Yeah, yeah, Bill, I thought you were Bill, just gonna laugh at me. Bill Hicks and then uh, Chris Rock and uh, a bit of sort of Pryor and Mick yeah. Hedberg I loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad was just like, look, at yeah, because my dad's a very funny man, but he's kind of shy. So yeah, and my mom's a very both very witty people. Uh, she's sort of confident, so I kind of just combined those and then sort of became a stand up. That's very yeah. interesting. But the uh, yeah, the story was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in um, I'm in Sweden. Sweden, Sweden. Have you been to Sweden? No. You would adore it. Really? Oh, like 
Um, I did a European tour last year, and in like that's such an untapped market. We went to Lithuania and Estonia. That's where my people hail and, from. Oh, you, they they would you would destroy there in like Lithuania. A, oh my god, you think I've never had better gigs than I have in, in Eastern in Europe? What they are desperate for comedy because nobody goes there. We went to Estonia. Never been to Estonia, right? Sold out four hundred and eighty tickets, four hundred and seventy eight all locals. Lithuania, everywhere we went, sold out. And I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, we just, they watch Conan. They watch online. It's online. So as an online presence, you, I guarantee if you look into doing it. Go to Lithuania! It's one of the most beautiful cities you'll ever go to. Tal, uh, not, not Tallinn, uh, Vilnius. And the gig is, uh, and, and like Croatia, Slovakia, Slovenia, uh, Paris, Amsterdam, Germany, Iceland, Norway, all, like, all these places I did it to. And you just... They are because they're not saturated with comedy. Yeah, it's, there's there is a little stand-up scene of local comics, but when like a American or a British comic comes over, they lose their fucking minds. No, greatest gigs I've ever had. Lithuania. Lithuania. <laughs> I swear, I just such a joyous gig. I'd be so worried. I, I guess it. Well, Lululemon's out. It's him going through my act. Lululemon's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be, you'd be honestly surprised. The only bit that was weird in this, and it was Lithuania, great people, brutally honest. So I'm doing the gig and it goes really well. But I noticed that some bits just don't really hit. And I'm like, that's unusual. Those are normally my best bits. Yeah. And then two Lithuanian guys come up to me after the show, like, really enjoyed the show. We've seen it all. And I was like, what? And like, well, this is Europe. We, we binge watch all of your stuff on YouTube. Oh. So whenever you come out, we've seen all the stuff. So it's the opposite. They want you to do new stuff. They want you to fucking play. They want you to... They, they Audience interaction to them blows their minds. They're like, no. how is he? But he just met him and he's being funny now. He's like, how is this happening? Love it. Lithuania. Lithuania. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, that, I gotta do it. You gotta do it. I you gotta, gotta do, do a Lithuanian tour. Yeah. So, right. So I'm in Sweden. In Sweden. And, oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all good stories begin with a face rub and I know, oh I'm so ashamed um, so when, and uh, it's great it's just the gigs are phenomenal <laughs> we're going around and the women are obviously beautiful so we're in this nightclub and uh, the, so I'm on with a bunch of famous Swedish comics so whenever we get to a nightclub like we get into like the VIP booth which I've never experienced in my life so we're getting free booze and sitting around and I'm looking around, and there's all these gorgeous blonde women everywhere, and I, I'm terrible with it. I just can't chat. I do okay, but I can't chat up women. I can't. You can't what women? Can't chat up. Chat like, up, yep. Like, I thought you said chop. I can't chat. I can't. I can definitely <laughs> chop them up. <laughs> uh, especially if the chatting up goes bad. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Oh, murder's that's ro- your bland Murder's dude. wrong, guys. Just yeah. to clarify. Just uh, some guy getting a cleaver out of his... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you said it was wrong. <laughs> Forget it. Um, and I see this very, very attractive Swedish woman on the dance floor. And I'm looking at her, and uh, Richard and the guys like, "Oh, you like her, do you?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "You want me to go get her?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." He's like, "You, no, no, it's fine." Because that's how they're just so sexy and charming. All the Swedish men, like, "Oh, I like that woman. I'll go have sex with her." And then they do, and they go and talk, and everyone's just so. I mean, feminism's probably farthest in Sweden than it is anywhere else in the world. So the women are just like, "Yeah, we love sleeping around too." Woo. Really? Oh yeah, totally. Like they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I enjoy, I'm a, I enjoy sex. I'm allowed to enjoy sex. Yeah. So 
He's like, oh, just go up. And I'm like, no, no, you can do that. You're good at that. I'm fine with just looking at women and not having sex with them. I'll be honest with you. That's most of my life. I'm used to that. I've practiced for years. Can I just say Sweden sounds better than Lithuania right yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to go. They yeah. love crowd work. Like, Sweden, they, uh, they're sex positive and they're They'll uh, sleep hot. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lithuania. Um, so... Uh, I go outside uh, for I go outside for a smoke, um, just to some of the, the the weed, and I come back in and Richard's gone and brought her upstairs to the thing, and I'm like, oh god, I'm really sorry that this isn't, I, I'm, and I'm just like, this isn't how I do things. I'm not one of those monsters. It's like you're gonna be. I was just, but we get chatting and she's friendly and she's funny. And we're chatting away and she's like, I'm a psychologist, and I was like, okay, I find that interesting because I believe, thanks to my father, I believe that a lot of psychology is true, but also there are a lot of people who claim to be psychologists who aren't. So let's, mm. let's do a little test. Did you do a test? Yeah, I was like, what can you tell me about me? You've see, she saw my set that night. Yeah. Uh, we'd been talking for like half an hour. I was like, what can you tell me? And I'm really skeptical. I'm like, okay, she fucking nailed me. Really? <laughs> oh, nailed me. She was like, oh, you uh, probably suffered a tragedy under the age of 13, uh, which sort of really affected your life from then on in. I'd probably say you've got two... Uh, younger siblings, and you've got a very close connection to both your mother and father. I'm like, you are an alien. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you put the DMT pipe down, yeah, yeah. and no one was there. <laughs> I'm just shaking in the corner of the room. What's reality? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not, we don't want to talk about that right now, I man. can't do it. Um, so we're trying to wait. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll do you. I'll see if I, I'll see if it's that easy. So I'm like, oh, you know, you're, you've recently got out of a, relationship that was like three years long and uh yeah and, and she was like no i'm married with two kids and i was like oh, okay well yeah it's so, not just this area of yeah. the club we're in that makes it possible yeah. to do this yeah so i'm just like okay but i'm not gonna stop talking to her just because she's married she was nice oh having right good and then also she's married yeah but i'm not gonna be like good <laughs> next one who's the next available <laughs> pussy that's not what i'm gonna do so i um was she wearing a, a wedding ring um, good question. I don't even know what finger it's meant to be on. Uh, left hand ring finger. That one. Okay, left hand. I'm always very confused about whether it's this one. No rock. Here comes the cock. That's what. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. You know my wife cheated on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sexual tension. Um, so you're still. You now you're being a, a good person, and, and you're like, I'm not going to just boot you to the curb. Yeah, because we're having a nice conversation, and also now that I'm now that the guys can see me talking to her, they're not pressuring me to be like, oh, you got to get in there. Yeah, if I can keep a look. Like I'm chatting or not? Yeah, I'm safe. I don't have peer pressure anymore. You are a comedian. I'm. Uh, I'm that way too, man. Like, I'm just, I'm like, just like, it's off the table. Everybody just relax. Like you almost kind of enjoy own. yourself in a different way. Yeah, like, yeah. and now it's less of a performance. Now right. I can just right. Yeah, I'm not being single, chatty, Danny. Like, hey, so here's all my things. Do, do, do. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and then nightclub closes, and she's like, "I'm gonna go," and I'm like, "I'm gonna go to an after party." Or both our jacks were in the You're well, boozing it up, though. Oh, yeah. And with each drink, you're kind of like, what is marriage? What yeah. is define love? <laughs> like, are you sure they're even your kids? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so we go out to the cloakroom, we're chatting, and we go outside, and I'm like, okay, I was love to meet you. I'll see you later. And she says, oh. I was like, what? And she goes, oh, I thought we were going to go and have sex. And I was like. She said those words? Yeah. She's like, I thought we were going to go back to your place and fuck. And I was like. Oh, that sounds way better than my plan. 
Like, I, I didn't even know that was an option. Like, that's, like, really <laughs> hidden in, like, the T's and C's down the bottom there when it should be a main one. So, so I was like, so you're, you're divorced? She was like, no, 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 but my husband cheated on me three years ago, so I owe him one. Yikes. Drunk logic. Yeah. It's like in Howard Stern, Private Parts, where she asked him to get in the tub, and she's like, if you keep your underwear on, it's just like swimming. And he's like, <laughs> she's, this woman's making a lot of sense. <laughs> like, when you're drinking and yeah. you're horny, it's a dangerous combination. She's just like, oh, he cheated on me three years mm-hmm. ago. And you're like, okay. Oh, yeah. And to me, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm 21, and there's this beautiful Swedish woman. And I'm just... She could have said anything, been like, oh, yeah, but it's Thursday. And I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's, it is Thursday. She you can't argue a, with that. That's a valid point. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're walking back, and, I, and, and then her phone starts ringing, and it's her husband. So I then sort of come crashing back down to reality. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and she sort of hangs up, and then she kisses me. And then while she's kissing me, takes out her phone, takes a picture of me kissing her, and then sends it to her husband. Yikes. <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, okay, so, so in my head, I'm, I'm trying to rationalize everything. I'm like, okay, so this is like a deal that you have. Like, this is, he's aware of the deal. Like, this is a, so this is you just him. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, like, it's a deal, yeah. And then clearly I, he knows. Clearly knows. And she's like, no, no, I just want to see how he'll react. And so then he starts phoning again. And she's like, do you mind if I take this? And I'm like, no, no, I insist. <laughs> So she's phoning and she's shouting stuff in Swedish and they're arguing in Swedish and I'm just not understanding anything and I'm just like, okay, I reassess the situation. So I'm just like, okay, so I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot. I should never have done this. I'm such a moron. I really apologize for the pain and, and, and tension that I've caused. And she just goes, no, 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 let's keep going. And she uses her mum voice and I'm like, no, okay. And I just <laughs> rolls over Annie, takes me by the hand. We go back to the hotel room. We... um have the sex and the whole time her phone's going off like it's just getting texts and and i'm just like you need to need to hang that up like i'm like i'm really trying hard to repress all the guilt of how horrible a person i am and then she leaned over picked up the phone and answered it during put it on loudspeaker and then proceeded to moan audibly oh. I mean, and he's screaming shit in Swedish and I can only assume that it's not encouragement <laughs> he's not there being like yeah give it to her yeah come on oh no and I'm just in the background going I'm so sorry I'm so I don't know what did you say that oh I'm screaming I'm sorry I'm screaming like I'm really sorry I'm so I don't know I'm drunk and I'm 21 and she's beautiful what am I doing she hangs up the phone and I'm just I, I, you yelled I'm sorry yeah well thrust was she on top no, I was behind. You were, you were behind. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and just, I hope she doesn't. In hindsight, I hope she doesn't think I was. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna. And uh, oh, and, and she hangs up the phone, and and we. How did you maintain an erection while the guy was on the phone? She was while Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you could have put my whole family in the corner, and I would have yeah. still been like, still t- like fucking midnight erection, just bam, straight up Mid- midnight erection, both hands pointing straight ah, up. You got the double dick. Yeah, 
The double dicks both up. Yeah. Second hand is the balls. <laughs> they're up. They're, they're also just, up. They're tauter. I was so hard, my balls were coming up. <laughs> they were, somehow, they were so tight, they'd gone on top of my dick to make it look like a palm tree. A little mousy is funny. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but, and then. And I remember when, you, what? And no, then? We've, uh, uh, we finished and then I. Shamefully, I'm so I, I and it's that thing of I mean you talk about I talk about post come shame. Oh this yeah, this is the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just uh, I was like, oh god, I was gonna go for like a city down shower, like in that yeah, yeah just like that bit in the Casino Royale where she's just yeah, the whiskey Ooh, like good, good ref. And uh, and then the next morning, uh, she sort of woke up. She was like, I had a really good night last night. Thank you so much. It was, I know it freaked you out, but I, I, it was great. I really needed that. Thank you very much. I'm like, okay. And I rolled over and go back to sleep. And then when I woke up, she'd folded my clothes and put them at the bottom of my bed. Oh, my shit. <laughs> <laughs> it only would have been worse if like, she'd made me sandwiches and like cut off the crust. Uh, diagonal cut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. She remembered. Who eats square sandwiches, you fucking sociopaths? Wow. You know, when I first started making sandwiches, I would cut them uh, non-diagonal. Oh, it looks square? It's like, I, it's like I couldn't figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, like... Where are you guys getting the triangle bread from? <laughs> I can only find the cuboid ones. I can't seem to find the pyramid uh, like, slices. You're not even <laughs> kidding. I didn't have the... T- I thought I didn't have the technology. <laughs> How are these guys doing this? Oh. Were you also just fascinated by donuts going, like, where's the middle of them? I where's, did. Where's, like, the little... I bit- was the guy that when uh, Lifesavers, you know those candies? Oh, the, yeah. They're okay. like little donuts. Put out the holes. They put out these little ones. Yeah. And they fit inside the hole. And I was like, that's good. They're not wasting those holes anymore. <laughs> I'm not a smart... Man, I'm a dumb man. Not a smart kind of man. But I think you're allowed stupid stuff. I yeah, sure. Here's a here's a here's a. First here's of all, a, thank you for telling the story. Tell no, me your stupid thing. Now. Here's my very dumb thing. Um, I uh, up until about Folded two years ago. Clothes. Yeah, Ooh. you know, there's some guy in Sweden like. Oh, you fucked the hot mom? Or like, she has some oh, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, old folded clothes. I know her. We old speakerphone mom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some Swedish name I can't think of any. Bjorn. Fjord. Uh, Fjord. Um, Fjorna Apple. <laughs> <laughs> the Swedish sensation. Yeah. Fjorna Apple Fjorn only Apple. plays yeah. ABBA hits, but <laughs> in a minor key on the piano. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and then, but like while I'm still having sex, yeah. No, it's, no. <laughs> the and, only way you can see Any requests, your... hang up the phone! <laughs> <laughs> so, stupid stuff. Uh, stupid stuff, yeah. I, up until about two years ago, uh, <laughs> thought that the way babies were made, I know the penis and the vagina. Yeah, everybody that, knows but. the classic combo. But I, <laughs> I thought like the sperm was the baby and the egg was the house. And the, and then it goes in, and then that's where it grows. It lives in the there. egg, yeah, because it's called an egg. Yep, the chicken egg. The egg is not part of the chicken. The thing inside oh, the of the shell. egg, yeah. How does the do roosters have come? They must do. Is it feathers? Because well, I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard their come noise. <laughs> They, they probably have the loudest cub noise. That's, yeah. yeah. Every morning you're woken up by the sound of a rooster being laid. You're like, oh, your day's already better than mine. <laughs> I aspire to, to be come. that rooster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's him coming. Talk a little sorry. Ru- <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> I ruined your pancakes, but my wife completed the breakfast. Ah. 
<laughs> How do you like your eggs? Fertilized. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. That's not mine. It's, that a, it's, a, it's a really old sort of chat of line. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Fertilized? Oh, my yeah. shit no. on a dick. <laughs> Don't remind a woman that she's carrying around something we call yeah. eggs. Yeah. Well, we my, have balls, but they have eggs. Yeah. Well, my, uh, my flatmate and best friend in the whole wide world, uh, Jean, one of her favorite things that she does is whenever her period's over, she'll just announce it to the household by, by screaming, I'm making eggs this morning. Oh. And every time we're like, oh, you, oh you're oh, disgusting. Yeah. You're gross. Thank you. She's making a fresh batch. Yeah. How many does a lady have? Uh, it's one a month. It's one egg? I'm looking one at it. Like, one drops a month. Yeah. One drops. Ugh, this is and then it turns into the... Yeah, I didn't mean to make that sound, but it was involuntary. Well, no, it's one of those things. Like, I, I, I live with a girl, so I'm, I'm fully aware of all the purity stuff, and you learn things. It's you know, like women, beautiful creatures, but you know, kind of gross. Sometimes. Yeah, oh sure, like really, like ugh. That's something you got to come to terms with. Like, yeah, all the Playboy magazines are lying in like rose petals and pillows yeah. and stuff. I'm also like, they also like uh, do some 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 serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, they just they lose their minds. <laughs> There's a dog in here. Yeah, there's been a dog the whole time. What? Holy crap. Yeah, that's Scout. That's Katie's dog. Oh, cool. Jay just was like, that's all right, okay. I thought you were some sort of weird magician. I don't. Says, Fuck uh, the rabbit. I'm taking it up a gear. <laughs> <laughs> this is way bigger. Yeah. And it's been here the whole time. But you didn't know. Uh, the idea that, I, I get that, that the sperm is a baby. Yeah. And then, because it, to me, just, it goes in the house and then it grows up. And then I. And now that's how I'm going to explain it to my children. Yeah. Just, Daniel Sloss says that's the baby's house. And, and I see a little chimney. Up. Yeah. And the bigger the house, the better the baby. Oh, obviously. obviously. That's. <laughs> how did you first fertilize an egg? How did. Oh, I hope I never have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's um, hope not. Uh, uh, when did you lose the virgin? Uh, I think how it was. How do you like your eggs fertilized? Jesus. <laughs> it was uh, 17. Seventeen. Seventeen. Just drunk. Kind of. So nine years ago. Part. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. No. No. I was. Um, no. Not really. You. I, you weren't raised with like sex shame or anything. No. No. God. No. My. Uh, Were you raised no. Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> Just this is a penis. This is a vagina. I'm four. Shut up. <laughs> um, no. 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 Sort of. Uh, no. No. Sort of sex shame in any sort of way. Like my parents are very sort of funny people. Like my dad genuinely discovered my porn sort of thing stash well not porn but you know on the oh, internet oh that's one of the things we were going to yeah. talk about you found his and then your porn stash yeah. on the internet well he he was cleaning my computer because my computer is always broken and he's so smart I'm like Doug can you fix this thing and make it work yeah so he goes on and he um, well it's all this goddamn porn yeah, yeah. well he goes <laughs> yeah he's like it's but it, was, it wasn't even, I wish there was just a folder but it was on the internet and he went into the browsing history and then just a catalog of just day by day what my fetish was that day whatever stuff I was into yeah and we're and there's no way he's not seen it, and we're both just looking at it, and we're not. <laughs> and we're just terrified. He's like, "No, oh, God!" And then my dad, just being my fucking dad, just moves. Like, there's like 30 seconds of just nobody saying anything, and then he just moves the mouse pointer over one of the titles and just goes, "That one's good." <laughs> just to make it more uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you remember which one it was? Oh, just like fucking. Uh, that would be great. It, it would have been yeah, extra just weird. Really, really busty milfs or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not into busty nor milfs. <laughs> no, no, because my well, I grew up with a busty mother. Oh, you got a busty mum who was constantly referred to as a milf by all of my friends. Oh, so, so you went the other way? Yeah, yeah. What what is the opposite of ugly a busty? kids? <laughs> <laughs> 
flat children. Oh no! Roadkill. Roadkill. Yeah, that yeah, that works. Oh, nope. I meant flat children. They've been flattened. Oh, I see. The, I They've been slaughtered <laughs> by a car. <laughs> They're. Oh God, we've gone to yeah, a very bad place. They went from porn to. Let's stop. Well, what about what about love? So I, I have to assume that you have uh, roommates because you you tour so much. Why yes. have your own uh, place? Yeah. And then that. How does it, no lady? No, uh, I. I'm t- I'm 24, uh, yeah. so I'm just not at the stage. I was married for two years when I was your age. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that see that terrifies me. The idea, um, which I'm looking at you. You seem so young. I can't believe. I know. Yeah, I was like, it's our two year anniversary. That's the thing that freaks me out. I'm like, I I can't imagine. Be, I've, I've it's crazy. People that have like my aunt and so uncle had kids at my age. I'm like, yeah, I me with a fucking kid. Yeah, 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 me? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you no, both get ice cream cones. Yeah, just, Thanks, yeah. mom, wife. Yeah, and just I'm still an ass. I just knock his ice cream out of his mouth. This was bigger. Why did he get the flake? <laughs> I'm the favorite. I made him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, good flake reference. Yeah, we they, don't have those here. You don't have flakes over no. here. You guys, what the fuck did you put in your ice cream? Our mouths. <laughs> Tongues. What was the, the Jimmy Jams you were telling me? The race. Oh yeah, Jimmy's. I've made that point many times on this podcast. Yeah. People are bored. Um, uh, that fact from me. Uh, no girlfriend. I well, here's here's an analogy that you may like that I have. I love analogies. Um, analogies uh, to me are like keys to doors. <laughs> okay. People ask me what it's like being the king of similes, and I say, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, not my joke. Everyone uh, uses that. It's a very old British comic <laughs> joke. I can't. Uh, it's it's okay. an old. It's an old classic. Let's just say it was Bill Hicks's. It was. It was Keep nice. it American. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, I think everyone in life is uh, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make your life is a jigsaw puzzle. You're just getting pieces and you're adding to it and you want the completed picture. That's what you want. So you get your job and that's like a big piece here. And then you've got your your family and your friends and your hobbies and your other little things that you do. Little things like running, sports, meditation, all these little bits fused together. Now, a lot of people, especially in their younger years, 20s and stuff, there's a big hole in the middle of their jigsaw and that fits a partner piece. But they're so desperate. It's because their image isn't complete. They're so desperate to complete the jigsaw that they'll take any partner piece, <laughs> even if it blatantly doesn't fit. They'll jam it in and they'll move other bits out of the way. Like, oh, I don't need this bit because this bit's so important. I need to and jam. you lube up the side with alcohol. Yeah, and you're just cramming it in and, and it lube. doesn't work. In it. Or you have to move stuff and you have to move friends or family or job and you just because you're... Right. So, no one likes Kathy. Take family out. Yeah, and Kathy Jesus. fits fine. And there we go. Yeah. Done easy. Yeah. Like she want, doesn't like my job. I can move that. And there she goes. Uh, and obviously, I'm, sure. this isn't gender specific. It obviously, works both. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, Very Swedish of you. Thank you for considering Swedish. both sides. Uh, but in the middle, <laughs> I would say my jigsaw is complete because instead of having a relationship piece, I have two separate pieces there, and that's because for me. And I'm fully aware people might disagree with me. Relationship basically offers two things. One, an emotional connection with someone that you really trust and care about and that you can talk to about anything and that you love. And then sex. Yeah. And I have both those things in two separate sort of things. Like my sex life is okay. I, mean, I, do, I do sort of fine. Uh, and then my emo- emotional connection is my best friend, Jean. Um, she's been my friend for like, shit, like five years now. Um and it's yeah, like we're just so Tight. close. Yeah, that's what, I mean. That's the, the relationship I have uh, with with her. So if I'm ever yeah, I mean that's you know I mean, absolutely obviously 
love her, but not in that way. And this is always such an alien concept to people like, why do you guys, you guys are going to end up together? We're in Hollywood. But uh, me and Gene are fully aware that Just say something now that would ruin it forever. Do what? Just like, I find her ugly as a dog. (laughs) Yeah, she she makes my dick cry, not in the good way. Um, No, it's it's because we have fucked. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, when I first became single, like when I was I was in a relationship from the age of like eighteen to twenty one, and before that I was like a shy kid. And then during those years, I got into stand up. I got more confident, and for the first time ever, girls found me attractive. So this yeah. was like a, having a superpower. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I became single, and I started sort of sleeping around, going through my slutty sort of man whore phase. Yep. And uh, I was I'd been friends with Jean's before Jean before, and I was staying with her during the Edinburgh Festival, and me and her. Ended up sleeping together, and uh, I was just an asshole to her. Like, I was, uh, like, we had sex, and then, like, the next day I went out and had sex with someone else, and even she didn't want a relationship or anything. Get the gene off you. Yeah, but she was, yeah, get, get rid of these genes. Uh, but get Jean's genes off, off of you. me. <laughs> Whereas the night before, I'd taken Jean's genes off of, uh, off of to get Jean. my genes into Jean. And mix Jean, them with jeans, jeans, jeans. jeans and then get jeans, jeans off of so you can so, mix uh, so I can your flick, jeans, flick her bean, <laughs> flick jeans bean until her jeans, jeans mix with your jeans, jeans. and and then put my I dick your near her kicks. spleen. Ah. <laughs> I, this is awful. Get the dick up near Jean's spleen. Yeah, she's gonna be listening to this. Uh, <laughs> Hi Jean. Hi Beanie. Hi Jean. Um, so, but yeah, I was just because I was like, oh, just put, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do this, and uh, she was like, I don't care, but just. Have some cooth, you fucking idiot. Don't rub it in my face. Don't do this. I mean, I was like, oh, you're trying to be, why are you doing this to me? And I was, I was, I, I were you so sleeping fun. with somebody else because you wanted to hit reset? Like, were you afraid? Oh, yeah, I was, no, 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 no. It wasn't even, it was just me and her, wasn't it? It was just like, hey, fuck it, let's, hey. we were both in a stage where we were just sleeping around and we were like, hey, why not? Because right. we weren't that close friends. We knew each other. We were associates. Oh, you weren't like super tight. No, 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 no. We were just sort of associates, friends and stuff. So we ended up sleeping together. Did she, she call anyone? One during doggy style, <laughs> just me. How's it? How's it going back there? Yeah, she's Good. a tall woman, long torso, long torso. <laughs> um, if you could flick my bean a little less. Who is this? It's Gene. Who else's bean are you flicking? Gene's bean. Come on, Beansy. I have a new bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but then after a couple, she called. She's like. You're being an asshole. Yeah, not. I don't even want anything from you in that way. But you're being a you're being a dick. And if you yeah. keep going along this way, you're going to go down a spiral, and you're going to be one of the worst people. And you need to fucking stop. And I just, she, I was like, oh fuck, you're absolutely right. And then after that, we started just hanging out. And because I mean, the, the reason oh, re- you boned at the beginning and yeah, then became and, tight. Yeah, and that's why that's why our relationship works the way it does. Our fr- friendship because. There is absolutely no curiosity there. Like, right. there's never a time when we're like, "Oh, what if we were to?" We know when it's. I've not, already tossed good. the sloss. Yeah, the sloss nest monster. The sloss nest monster the, already tossed Jane's jeans. Yeah, or the sausage. I already tasted the sausage. <laughs> the sausage yeah. from the sloss nest yeah. monster, and she had my candy sloss. She flossed with your dental floss. <laughs> you already told <laughs> me that did, one. Did, That's did. your mom. Still good. Still works. It's still good. Um, but uh, yeah. So so then you became tied slowly. Uh, She's yeah. a comedian. 
No, no. What she is? Just... Uh, I know you get. I know you use the term uh, civilian. Me and my friend Kai like to use the term muggle. Muggle. <laughs> so much. Oh, more that offensive. gay. That gay folk story. <laughs> that gay folk story <laughs> about coming out of the closet. Yeah. She's not. She's stairs. not. She's not a muggle though. She's. Uh, she's just. Uh, she does. Uh, she works in a bar at the moment. She does uh, psychology. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so mean. You fuck a lot of psychologists. I do. I do. What does that say about me? It's just, uh, I always fuck them on the couch afterwards. It's just like, but there's yeah. a couch in the I, room. I come, I roll over, and like, let's talk about my mother. <laughs> and they're like, ooh, textbook. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's. And the people always have that thing of. My mom obviously thinks me and Jean are going to get married. Her mother thinks we're going to get married. But you can ask Jean, uh, and, you know, and I know she loves me. She finds me physically repulsive. Like, she's lived with me for two years. She's seen what I'm, I'm like. She's Wait, seen... you had sex for two years? No, no, no. She's lived with me for two oh, years. Oh, lived with so, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. We only had sex, like, I think it was like three times over the course of like a week. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, there's been nothing. And people are like, you're going to end up together. It's not the case. I've shared a bed with Jean while I've been on drugs and she's been hammered and it's been like oh, night and nothing no, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no temptation and that's what I re- really really enjoy about it like it's, it's just this sort of yeah, let me fun. see it. no I can't go do it. I was gonna say I want to see a, a picture of Jean if she just looks like I, I want to I want to look and see her essence not her uh, physical beauty I want to get some sort of feeling and I'm going to vote whether or not in five years you're going to come back to okay, the podcast let's and see say if where I can to go. find her <laughs> Stupid She's your shit. wallpaper. <laughs> just hearts just everywhere. Hearts everywhere. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, I don't love her. Um, <laughs> where is she? Oh, there she is. There's me and her. It's gonna be. I know it's gonna be. Come on. She's lovely. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. But uh, come on. Ugh, Meg, <laughs> ugh. Like, I, I love you, Beanie, but you make me ugh. Uh, like when I, ugh. You know, no, no. I hope you do end up together just so this can be played at your oh, wedding. Oh God, Jesus. <laughs> she's gonna be screaming at this point. She's she's vomiting through. Ugh. So you really have an Elaine? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. genuinely. Um, I think that's great. But I, mean, I love a lady friend. But, I mean, we've always said, like, the sad truth is, I mean, our sort of big sort of fear, and we've discussed this a lot, is people are like, you guys are going to end up together. And we sort of say, well, the truth's probably sadder. Like, it, people, her, if she, when she gets a boyfriend and whenever I decide to sort of settle down or whatever, chances are that other person's not going to be okay with, with your the deep, close intimate yeah. boyfriend, yeah. Like, I was, like, we talk about it all the time, like, her boyfriend, wait, you f- used to fuck him? Yeah. And now you, he's closer to you. No, just tell him you you're than- a Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when he's under the stairs, yeah, if you look, know what I mean. I slithered in to her chamber of secrets. Uh, but now she's your Griffin whore, so... <laughs> I wish I knew more references. Uh, okay. I would have joined... Uh, well, I would like to actually go on the record, all the joking around about you guys being together uh, aside, uh, the obvious angle. I love a good girlfriend. I have, I have many good female friends. The many f- of them come on this show. And, and when, whenever, in, in fact, every time I have a female on this show, they go like, oh, a lot of chemistry. Because I think most people don't. They don't have that uh, platonic exactly. opposite sex. So and to I, them, was it's that, alien. I was that way for 28 years. So I get that. I'm not calling these people stupid, the people that think there's like sexual tension or chemistry or but romantic But they've, they've not had that experience. So right. to them, the only time they've ever, they're like, oh, it's, there's obviously something there. And, right. And yeah, to them, it is alien. It can be on the menu. You don't have to order it. Yeah. You I mean, don't order 
different. I mean, in fact, it was on the menu, but I sent it back. Ah, uh, <laughs> creme brulee like, allowed 20 not minutes. for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, typical, not, not in a bad way, but a... Uh, uh, no, no, typical, so, yeah. Typical, absolutely. not in a bad way, typical young man's yes. response to love right yeah. now. Like, uh, yes, absolutely. I enjoy... Well, in fact, it's not even that I enjoy being single, just I travel so much. Yeah. Like, I'm out of the country six months of the year, and I know I, I could make it work if I really, really, really maybe tried, but yeah. I'm just at the same I don't want to at the moment. I'm 24. <laughs> That's the byline of Skype. Skype, when you're really, 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 really giving it a try. <laughs> Come on, make it work. Skype. We're, we tried. <laughs> Skype, make it work. <laughs> yeah. Ah! If anyone's listening. That's so funny. Skype, the end's almost here. <laughs> Skype, what are you guys doing? What are you <laughs> really seeing each other's faces is going to yeah. make the difference? You're saying hi to the dog. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> Talking to the dog more than oh no. Mm. Okay, love. Do you feel like your date? Well, okay, your mom. I'll give you a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Your mom is in love with you. <laughs> are you going to address whether or not that's true, or the idea that you're in love with comedy? Uh, I'm not saying either of those are true. Those are the topics. I've okay, uh, I would say yeah. I mean, my mother, my mother's yeah. She's very. She's a very very proud mother. Um, but she's great. Like the thing, she is a genuine comedy fan. Like during the Edinburgh Festival, for example. Yeah. Uh, you ask anyone on the circuit about in the UK about Mama Sloss, everyone knows Mama Sloss. Mama Sloss. She turns. She, her, and my dad go to see like fifty shows a year at the Edinburgh, and they pay for every ticket, even oh. though they know they can get free tickets. My, they're friends with all the comics. They're like, no, 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 support live comedy. Wow. So they just go out and see as much shows as they can. Genuinely, sort of. Uh, uh, big fans and so now she's a fan of yours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff she doesn't like, but she'll listen to everything. And she, yeah, I'm, I'm really sort of good friends with my mother. I can, yeah. I can say. I guess what I was. Oh, oh no, I can't say anything around her. That was uh, and and my father. Like, I mean, literally, they'll listen to this. That's fun. And the whole thing. I'm now nervous to impress the losses. Oh, she's like <laughs> the last text she sent me was. I said I'm going to be on Pete Holmes's podcast today, and she said, "Snog him for me. He's gorgeous." <laughs> Oh, I've heard she's a milf. So, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate that. Mama Sloss. Oh, God, Mama's that's lost. amazing. Uh, well, so not in love, but the idea that you can never replace her. Do you see it psychologically as a woman will never replace your mother? Uh, to- totally. I mean, there is that. There's that definitely. By the way, for hundreds of years, that was like a totally normal thing to yeah. be like, I'll never love anyone like my, my mother. Because your mother will never leave you. Now yeah. she'll really love me. Your yeah. mother will never leave you. Yeah. She's always, she she's always going to be kept there. you alive, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But there is, there, you could run into a block, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I said that I was always open to open relationships because I always felt like I was in an open relationship, meaning mm. I had this line to my mother and then my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it came to things like, uh, I, there was a big phase I went through talking about open relationships. It was because I was always felt like I was in one, yeah. psychologically. You yeah. know, nothing, obviously nothing physical yeah. happened with my mom. But yeah, yeah, no, but it's that you've got that connection. You've got that sort of the We're good the friends. We're close. And, yeah, We're very can, close. And I can talk to well i always like, kindred yeah the three most important people in my life are all uh women I, yeah i've got my mother uh beanie and my agent yeah so oh you love your agent 
I don't love her, yeah, but, uh, she's, but she's important. But yeah, well, I mean, I, of course, I, of course, I love her. She's been with me since the start. In the way that you love your barber, you know. No, but she's a, <laughs> she's my agent is uh, me. And my her, our, she's like a manager agent. Like she's very close to me. She lives yeah. in the corner. We're very, very uh, yeah, we're very, very tight. But these are the three most important because one gave me life, one gave me a career, and one gave me my sanity. Yeah, so I love it. What a great answer. <laughs> so we're not worried about the mom thing. No, no. I mean, I... No, no. I don't, I, I'm just terrified of... Uh, uh, t- uh, terrified of my parents' death is something that always... Yeah. Loops. I, I, I think ne- about that, too. Never going to be... Like, that's what Jean always says. Her biggest fear is the day either of my parents die. Because I'm not... She's like, you're, I know you. You're not going to yeah. brush it off and be okay with it. Yeah. You're not going to go around and tell jokes. Yeah. Or maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe, maybe you will. Maybe we'll just go full death and sort of thing. Yeah. I've always said at my funeral, if if I die, I want to do the opposite. If I die. If I die. If I die. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what like if. Like it's... I, yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's still a debate. You haven't died. You've I've, never died. I've never died. I've... Uh, or have I? What the fuck? I'm still in the DMT. It does seem like forever. <laughs> um, was it, oh, yeah. If I die, I've always said I wanted to... Uh, just... At, I, at, when people speak at my funeral, I want 12 of my closest friends to go and stay and just tell their worst memory of me. Oh, wow. Like, just the worst story about the time I was the biggest dick or I was the most irrational or I was just a piece of shit. Just so that during the... Slowly as the sort of service goes on, people don't miss me as much. They're that's like, great. Oh, all right, okay, well, yeah, fuck it. Like, that's, that's so funny. I would love to do that. That's really great. I think about that... One aspect of death I think about, it's weird when you... It's very romantic on one hand uh, with a girlfriend or somebody you're seeing, you're like, you're alive at the same time as me. Like, that's yeah. wild. Like, we're here, you and I are here together yeah. at the same time. That's really, I can really trip out on that. It feels good. But then you can also go like, it's crazy. I'm so fond of these things that will also pass. Yeah. You yeah. Know I mean, like, you can't hold they're on to They're not eternal. It. And, or it's not even that they're not eternal, but they're not eternal to me. That's right. Like, I've spent my life with this thing. Yeah. But it's not going to be there at one point. And also, they have to cope with their own death. Yeah. So you're you're sitting around in your own head worrying about your death, and then here's this thing that you love: girlfriend, yeah. boyfriend, wife, uh, yeah. a parent. Uh, and you're also like, oh, they also don't know what happens. They don't. Yeah. They don't know what the meaning of this was. I, your dad thinks he knows, but guess what? It's not punch cards and shoe boxes. Yeah. You fucking. Wait, I'm just not. kidding. <laughs> if he's, if he's listening. He's like, he's just got a list of things that life's not punch cards. I know. Shoe boxes. He's like this from the guy that said, "Are you a reincarnated soul?" <laughs> <laughs> I lost all credibility with your dad when I said that. Uh, but you gained it all when you made him laugh. That's my. Yeah. <laughs> Is so, that true? That's oh, great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> These sound like good people. I they like are, that yeah. a lot. The yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents are. Fun. You yeah. Everyone. Yeah, everyone likes them. They're very, very, very cool parents. I want to meet the Slosses. I do. Maybe in Edinburgh. Maybe in Lithuania. We'll see. Maybe in Lithuania. Which is easier. I bring them out every now and again. Oh, really? Yeah, they liked Dad. Did they come here? Yeah, they came out for my second Conan spot. Um, Um, And they were here when I did your show. They were? Did I meet them? No, no, they didn't. They weren't. Uh, They did a separate day. Um, But yeah, like they, yeah, they're just very supportive. Disgustingly supportive. Okay, well, we touched on religion a lot. It sounds yes. like you're you're an open atheist, a new term. Yes. And when you, I, I tell you that you're going to die in thirty seconds. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, terrible. Just Dude. mostly the loss. Yeah. Right? Like, oh fuck, really? Like, not even like, uh, like ah, oh, I didn't get an hour. Like, <laughs> hours special. Yeah, I could have done it is. more. Yeah. Are you? You've done uh, stuff like that, but I mean, like, 
you could have done more. But let's say it's the end of your life. Mm-hmm. You've done everything that you wanted yeah. to do. You had your great love. You had your great children, whatever it was. Yeah. You're older, wiser. You're, you're Guy Pierce with the better makeup. Yep. <laughs> and now I tell you you're going to die in 30 seconds. Just the idea, not an unfulfilled life. You've already had that. Yeah. What do you think about just the idea of dying? Is it just lights out or dead over? Um, kind of. Like, okay, I, most, of me, most of me says, yes, it's just over and we die. We're bags of meat and water and uh, whatever. But <laughs> we, we sound delicious. <laughs> we are tasty. Cook, uh, preheat your oven to 220 and uh, stick your life in there and wait a couple of years and it'll fulfill itself out properly. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but here's a, another analogy uh, that probably makes no sense, but I kind of enjoy it. After sort of taking uh, DMT and after taking these sort of drugs that sort of made me experience a higher consciousness every now and again, or, or the, uh, I took a strain of acid once that made me genuine in a, in a music festival. And on it, I swear to God, love was an energy. Like yeah. I could literally feel love f- coming from my friends and just filling me up. Hmm. And it was, and it, and I, and even now I'm sober, I'm rational, whatever. But I know what I felt. Yeah. And, and of course, dad's going, you were on drugs, you fucking idiot. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But um, the analogy I have of <laughs> saying, saying that when you die, everything is over is like unplugging your laptop from the internet and saying that the internet doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Like just because your body stops experience this consciousness, because the consciousness is so interesting. We know That's so great. little about it. Yeah. That just because the thing that retains it yeah. dies, you're telling it's completely off. Yeah. It, it's just as I would sort of say, yeah, I mean, nobody unplugs their computer and thinks that the internet no longer exists. They know that just their laptops no longer connect. What a connected great death to- answer. I, I think that's that, a great death answer, but I'm not sure I could be. a plus death answer. Yeah. I wrote a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me at the end. It's just good. I mean, like we get lost a lot of times in, in people like me. Mm. I can get a little carried away thinking about reincarnation and, and old souls and all this sort of stuff. But I do like the idea of you're, you're saying the evidence points to no God for yep. the most part for you. And that's completely rational. And then also saying that uh, you're open to the idea that maybe this thing, the consciousness that we don't know yeah. that much about, is doing a thing right. that we don't. Because well, consciousness is probably the thing that we know the least about. The brain, we it's yeah, like we just know I love so d- little about it. So yeah, for me to be like, well, off, I I don't know, and I've had yeah. experiences, and there are people. I want who, that acid. I know, that sounds amazing. It was it's called two CB. Two CB. Two CB. I studied at two CB improv. <laughs> and <done>. scene <laughs> and um, clearly my training failed yeah. because that was terrible yes and 2CB so you can uh, just go get a I don't know acid. yeah my friend uh, was at a music festival and I was terrified because I've heard I don't want to do any of that acid that's like oh you trip and then it's all weird but they, the guy reassured me a very good friend of mine was like you'll be fine with this like this is and he was he was right. I really did. Just for five hours, everything became beautiful, and I understood love. And I was even even in the experience, I wasn't. Uh, there was no part of me that's like God, but there was that thing of like that standard druggy thing of hey, love is the answer. And love. Yeah. And I'm someone that's I'm a very pessimistic person. I'm a very sort. I get angry a lot, and I have shitty attitudes sometimes. And you know, um, people come in and correct me. I have a friend Rachel who just always just constantly talks about occasionally how stupid I am, but how. Stuck in my points, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm an idiot. But, I mean, in those... It's always a thing when religious people say to you, oh, yeah, but what if? And you go, look, don't get me wrong. 
I would love there to be a heaven. Of course, we all would. Are you kidding me? I get to die and then I live eternally in a place with all my friends. Of course. And answer stoner questions. And answer stoner questions. What is reality? What is reality? God, I got to take a shift. My, my job is these guys that take DMT, I got to go greet God, them. God, I gotta I'm like a Walmart greeter yeah. of the afterlife. Hey, so what's love? Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> like, who are you deep down? Next one. <laughs> Keep them coming. I got loads of these existential questions. <laughs> Who did you become and who were you? Ne- Keep them coming. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> Walmart afterlife creator. He's just got, a, he's just got one of those giant uh, spinny wheels with yeah. like existential questions. But can you really own anything? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome of Wheel of Future Fortunes. Um, so you were saying before I interrupted with riffs. Riffs, sorry. Uh, no, I just, um, I would love the idea of that. Of an afterlife. I'd, and I have a very... I'm atheist in a way, um, like, if your religion is personal to you, absolutely fine. You go on, but, but, but. And this is when I get a bit of it. I do find myself getting extreme atheists at some points, and I know they're just as bad as extreme all religious people. Like, I I get pissed off at Richard Dawkins every now and again. Sure. So I'm just like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Can we not, can we, can atheism, can we just be the one religion of peace? Can we be the guys that are actually sound and the one religion of tolerance? Right. And, and and he's genius and he's smart and he's obviously great, but some just the way he attacks people, I'm like, just tone it down a little bit because we don't right. know. And I come from a religious family. I have an uncle who's a minister, but his sort of religion is the one that is personal. His Whenever I talk to him about God, he'll just go, no, 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 no. You don't believe in God. I do. We're never going to change how each other feels. So let's just have that and change the subject and be friends. And we mm. do. We sit and we get drunk. And my family that are religious, we never we talk about it in the way and we have different opinions, but it's never this, 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 this. And it's never leaving them. But to say that your religion is personal to you, uh, you better hope you're fucking right. Because there are you know, thousands of children every year that kill themselves because they're terrified of coming out to their parents because right. they're gay and they're raised with that sort of shame. Their gays can't get married in some parts of this country. It's only just been legalized in Scotland. Women uh, don't have the same rights as men, and that stems directly from religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Bible, if you know the sort of history of it, when they sort of collected all the stories together, it was made to... Well, no, it's not only, but it was made to make sure that it did shit on women because you look at Greek and Roman history when they had polytheism, many gods, they had female gods as well. And the female gods were best. Dionysus, the god of partying and wine, the god of Mm -hmm. sex. Fertility was a huge thing. Women were as important in those societies as sort of men, and that was proof of in the gods. Whereas you look in Christianity, and I'm sorry to be, I know there are other religions, but I just know the most about Christianity because that was what I was born with. So I'm just want to clarify, I'm not attacking anyone. But the first two stories in the Bible are what? Adam and Eve. Eve is made from the rib of a man, so she's not even her own person. She's made from a man, and she's the one that eats the apple. So the woman is the first sinner. The women are the reason mankind is no longer in the Garden of Eden. Fuck women, they fucked up for us. The Virgin Mary is a virgin because women should remain pure. Right. And there's this whole thing, all the way, all this shame of being pure is, is to start, was to just sort of push women down because religion understood how Christianity understood how smart they were and how you look at other ancient religions women were revered as life bringers they yeah. were the givers of life right you can't have life without women and I know other I mean especially if you look at uh, some forms of strains of Islam is even worse than uh, Christianity I'm fully aware of that um, but I can't remember what my, my point was but that, oh yeah that, that's when I get extreme in my yeah, atheism you get a little wound up 
Yeah, because it just it annoys me. It annoys me so much. Well, that's the strike. It's funny when you said Richard Dawkins, calm down. I get why he gets all worked up because yeah. you know uh, people are being hanged in uh, parts of the Middle East for being yeah. gay or whatever. So that that is the God is not great of it all. Mm. But uh, I, I also appreciate your openness. For yeah, what that's worth. and also like I have a religion. I've, if you're religious, I've met religious people who are just genuinely happy and nice people, and who are very Christian. And like, who the fuck am I to tell you? Like what am I? If you're out there and you're giving to charity and you're being nice to people and you're right. and you're being friendly and you're, I mean, uh, and you're, my uncle is one of the ministers who is he marries gay people and right. stuff. If you're one of those ones, what kind of fucking asshole would I be to come up to you in your life and be like, yeah, you're wrong, right? Wrong, <laughs> idiot. Look at you. What you think? Like you're being a fucking fine. Live it. I right. hope you're right. After seeing you do this, fucking I hope you're right. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to pray for me, grand, go on and do that sort yeah. of thing. But it's just not mine. I'll ask my mom to pray for me because I know she loves it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just please let Pete. Let Pete's Sloss interview go on. Doing really well. Let them out. May I one day have a reputation as Mama Sloss? (laughs) Mama Holmes. I think Mama Holmes has a reputation. Does she know? I don't think my mom's ever seen me do comedy. (laughs) No, no, no. She has. She has because she's the woman just looking around in awe at the people laughing. Not that she thinks I'm not funny, but she can't focus on me. She's just swept away like, look at all these people. I, th- I think I think my parents have a bit of that because that's the pride. That's the oh yeah, it's my son, my boy did look that. Look, yeah, look yeah, yeah. This is oh, they're him. beaming. They're they're yeah. they're very loving and stuff. Yeah. But they're certainly not like uh, diehard sloss heads. No, no, they're not weirdos. Well, tell me the tell the people listening the one thing about uh, Edinburgh that I thought was so interesting because you share that thing with David O'Doherty, yeah, uh, who's obviously Irish, but he he has a great knowledge of his homeland, and you have a little fun fact about Edinburgh that I wanted you to share and would be remiss to not have it. Uh, okay, just to clarify, I'm not sure of how the numbers are probably wrong in this. Who cares? But, okay, so, your dad's at home. Yeah, my dad's at home. Oh God, he's gonna when he listens to this and I get any of this wrong, it's gonna be bollocks. Yeah, that's my dad's favorite word. Really, bollocks. Never mind them. Just whenever, whenever you say something that you just that disagree, you go bollocks, <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> when I started that, I was sort of taking this drug, and I really, I went to an existential, existential plane. Bollocks. All right, sorry. <laughs> I just felt like one with the earth. Bollocks. All right. It's like a spiritual drug. We don't really know much. Bollocks. Right. <laughs> At least you know where he stands. Yeah, he's good. That's um, great. He's but your parents, they sound like they should be on the bike. <laughs> they, they, oh God, they would fucking. It would be my mum sitting there laughing and giggling and being so friendly, and lovely, and my dad just pointing at the table and telling you. <laughs> oh shit! It's so funny, very funny man. He's very. Funny. But she's in your. Yeah. Oh man, the salty sweet. I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a love. Anyway, so Edinburgh with facts and numbers not necessarily true. true. Uh, so the history of Edinburgh is uh, fascinating. Uh, Scotland was the country that invented universities. That was us. The first ever that. university was the University of Glasgow. Hmm. Um, education in Scotland, surprisingly, uh, was Edinburgh, well, especially Edinburgh, we've got one of the best universities in the world still. But education has always been a big thing. You gave us that, and, and we and gave you DeVry. So thank you. <laughs> we hit equal, the ball back with DeVry, right? Equal trait. I'm actually over here as, a, as an ambassador to tell you that we're all square now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're clearing the debt. Thank you very much. Um, so, but before the uh, education, Edinburgh, when we were sort of going through its dark ages, and the Black Plague was a big thing. Black Plague nearly wiped out pretty much most of Europe. Yeah. Uh, we were very, very close to just mankind not I being can't a thing believe anymore. That. That's so nuts. It's terrifying. It's yeah. really terrifying. But uh, 
so the way Edinburgh dealt with it was that Edinburgh was sort of low. It's a very hilly place. It's Scotland. And obviously there was no good sanitation. So all the shit ends up flying down the streets down to the lower part. And that's where the Black Plague thrived. And there was just thousands of people with the Black Plague. And the rich were like, well, we don't have a cure because we're in the Dark Ages. So we're not a big fan of science or medicine. So what we're going to do is we're just going to build a new Edinburgh (laughs) on top of Edinburgh. And they just built a second level. And that's why you, the joke about Edinburgh is you're always walking uphill. Because it's just, you can literally be standing on a, on, a, like, on, a, on a road, being like, my Google Maps says I'm here, but it's underneath you in a building, in another building underneath. Different sort of thing. It's wow. insane. Wow. And, um, yeah, so they just, it, they, they did that. I mean, <laughs> they that's built what, it above them. Yeah. That's why there's so many ghosters, because literally they just bricked people up in houses. And they're like, oh, bye, Black Plague, sorry, sorry, you know, yeah. gotta do it. King says, old kingy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I don't know what the king was called. Or even if we had one, we might. I don't know that. Anyway, so just loads and loads and loads of death. But, I mean, that is what sort of kind of stopped it, was the segregation. It was like a just, colony. Yeah. And then... Uh, then the, the one is the Meadows, which is a big park in Edinburgh where, you know, I go and other sort of uh, students of Edinburgh University go to smoke weed and discuss philosophy. Like, oh, it's just there's a real energy in the park. It's literally a mass grave. <laughs> like, it's like, I think it's like 5,000 bodies, ah, like 20, oh just no. so many dead people. Just the most. Just piling them on, just like, this is where they have to go, uh. really. But now it's a very, but it's, I, that's what I find so funny when, uh, tourists come over and like oh my god this city is so beautiful I'm like the history is terrifying yeah 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 like I mean we've got a pub called the Burke and Hare do you know who Burke and Hare were no right so when medical science started coming in when we were sort of getting a bit more like less like okay let's learn more about the bodies we needed to find out about the body we needed to cut bodies open obviously the fresher the body is uh, the they more better. you learn about it yeah so all these doctors sit around and then they needed fresh bodies, so they just needed for science. Whenever there was a fresh body, they were like, have that. But then criminals started hearing about how much money they could earn from bodies. So they st- that's where they started grave digging. They started digging up fresh bodies from graves and then taking it in and getting money for it. But then Bark and Hare then took it one step further and they just started murdering people around Edinburgh. They just started murdering people and then bringing in the bodies and being like, oh, we found this really fresh dead body. Just found it. Where's it? And but science didn't care because they wanted to know about the what. But we've got a friendly pub called the Bark and Air. Literally murderers oh and rapists. Oh my yeah. god! And those are just like one of the stories. You walk around Edinburgh and there's just like, oh, that's Rape Alley, that's Murder Street. There was slaughters here. There was this and that. But that's what I like about it. And then you look up and the sun rises over this castle. Yeah, it's like 800 years old, and you're like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, I can't believe. And what did. was it? What do they say before they toss their shit and piss out the window? Gardy Lou. Gardy Lou. Because we didn't have any plumbing. So uh, you just shat in a bucket, then you threw it out the window and went, Gardy Lou, and people would just be, uh, the lower down, people would just have, just be covered in shed and piss and oh, boy. Yeah, all of the, all of the sexy stuff. <laughs> I'm getting aroused. Yeah, I'm I getting can, I can feel it. aroused. I thought I had something for the end here. Parents, mm-hmm. death, porn, A+, plus. that's your grade. Thank you. D, C, B, 2 C, B. There's the, it's not always the, uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of the podcast, so yeah. I can literally tell you. Tell me what it is. What would you like? Um, well, I don't know. Um, uh, we could do the, the, the hardest laugh is one I Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, look, they're right there. 
Hardest soap. Oh, okay. I haven't oh. asked what kind of soap you use. Sing to a pop song, you Hardest Laugh. Sleep Ritual, Virginity, we already covered. Google, have you ever been in a fight? Fake laugh. What's the cry? When's the last time you cried? Uh, uh, two weeks ago. Really? Why? I've uh, really started to break Harris Wills. Oh, yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even know him, but uh, my Twitter and my Facebook just exploded with people just being really... And just and I was a fan. Yeah. And just... Ugh, so. such, a, such a... You know what I like to point out about Harris is that he was so uh, effortlessly funny and, like, genuinely loving. Yeah. Like, loved people. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, a Hollywood phony. It was a guy that, like, would hug you... Yeah. Tell you, tell you, loved you. Well, I, I read, I read the Aziz and Zari thing, and it just made me. This whole thing about it made me howl yeah. with laughter, like the bit where he sent the, the someone sent around a message around the office, being like, "Hey, we're gonna, there's going to be sex, uh, sexual harassment class on Monday," and Harris just replies to everyone with, "Will the bagels be shaped like pussy holes?" <laughs> <laughs> so and, and so I read all that stuff, and it was just one. I just I really have this. Whenever I fucking hear about, like, it's such a shitty thing. Yeah, and it uh, is. and just seeing how, and it was, I felt shit because I was like, I don't even know the guy, but it's just seeing yeah, how, no, how it affected so many fucking people. You know, so many. You listen to. He's been on the podcast two one-on-ones and a live episode. So if you listen to those, that's like four and a half hours of him mm. talking intimately. Yeah. So when people were tweeting about how sad they were and they they would have a caveat yeah. like, I didn't know him. But I'm like, you probably knew more about him than some of your casual friends. Yeah. If they died, yeah. you'd be devastated. Especially, so I, in these, yeah, especially in this podcast where it's so sort of open and friendly. Like yeah. I listen to them both. Yeah, and, uh, I mean that also actually ties into my uh, your biggest my laugh. laugh. Your is, biggest laugh. Well, let's close is, on your hardest laugh. I love that. Uh, th- it's also about death. Okay. Um, so Jean Beanie, back to her. Yep. Her uh, dad died uh, last year. He was very old. We sort of saw it coming, but it's obviously still Guy Pierce old. <laughs> yes, but, but with makeup, <laughs> <laughs> not memento, Prometheus old. Um, and because of I, I, I have a very weird reaction to death. I don't like when people say I'm sorry because whenever I've, the amount of times I mention my sister, people are like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Yeah. My reaction is always, "Why did you do it?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just watch how uncomfortable. They yeah, get. yeah, yeah. I think sorry is such. A, I mean, I know you're thinking you're being insincere, but you're kind of fucking me over because you're making me feel bad for making you feel bad. You're right. like, I'm so sorry. Right. Now I've, I'm like, oh no, it's okay. I've got to convince you right, that right, I'm okay. Right. You have a puppet with you. Yeah, I'm just like, so tell us, what's after death? Well, a lot of people. If you unplug the computer, we're all connected to the internet still. Thanks, Bozell. But actually using the dead person's socks. It's like the worst taste. Um, so the when her dad died, I was just horrible to her. In the same way that I always am, her sense of humor, I was right. making terrible jokes. Um, and the one thing, I would make jokes constantly about it and people would get uncomfortable and she was like, no, no, I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it in a way because you were the only person that didn't treat me any differently. Mm. Like you were still the same. You call me, you're a piece of shit to me all the time. So why should it be any different? I was like, the main reason people get affected by death is because just the loss of the life is the changes of the lives around them. Mm. People treat them differently and react differently around them. And so not only are you in a world where you don't have this person anymore, you're in a world where other people are treating you differently. So you just feel more and more excluded. Like that's why the change is so great. So I think it's important to just be really, really shitty to people when (laughs) they have loved ones that have died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds Uh, right. But I'm talking to Jean, and I'm like, oh, obviously, if you ever want to talk about it, I'm absolutely here. You know that. And so 
She's like, okay, so we go upstairs and me and Kai are laughing at one stupid joke or something. And this is a perfect example of the sort of horrible joke I made. She was like, me and Kai were laughing. She was like, I'm clearly missing something. And I went, without missing a beat, I was like, yeah, father figure. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you're an asshole. But <laughs> Kai leaves and we, we order some pizza. Uh, and I, I, I buy the pizza because her dad's dead. It's the least I can do. <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get the pizza. Like, Your dad's dead. Oh, totally. I was nice to her for a week, but every time I was nicer, I was like, your dad's dead. Here's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we ordered the pizza, and it, we've had a nice serve now. We're going to be drinking wine and just chatting. It's going to be one of our nice sort of Danny and Jean nights where we just fucking have a laugh and don't give a shit. And the pizza arrives, and she go, and I go to the door, and I pay the guy, and I hand Jean the pizza, and then I hand her the bottle of Coke, and I turn around, and she's like, you're a fucking asshole. And I was like, they're fucking, all right. I mean, I am, but I'm not sure of how you reached this conclusion. Yeah, this time. <laughs> this time. There are many other instances. Sure. And uh, she holding the bottle of Coke and it just said, share a Coke with dad. Oh my no, God. Yeah, they were and, doing that. And I was just like, and I burst out laughing because the worst thing about oh, that. Oh my Jesus. The worst thing about that isn't that she, it wasn't that it was a coincidence and that's why she was laughing. She was like, you're an asshole. She thought you did. I'd done it. Yeah, she yeah, thought yeah. I phoned him up and was like, right, do you have anything with dad right <laughs> Can you do it in pepperoni? <laughs> it was just on top of pizza. <laughs> and just, and, and, yeah. and we I'm just, faxing you a sketch. Can you uh, uh, do that in <laughs> his face? Mozzarella dad. Yeah. <laughs> just do, 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 yeah. God. Yeah. Look, he's part of you now. And he was cremated. That's the second time he's been slid in the <laughs> oven. Pe- oh. <laughs> oh, God. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, or my um, my mum told me a, f- a funny, very funny story the other day. But I was talking to her about my sister. And um, <laughs> and uh, she told me this, oh, God. She told me this story about the time we were in a car crash. Uh, when I was younger, I was about eight. Uh, Josie, my sister, was uh, six. So we're in this. We're in the car. We're driving out to McGrand's, and the car crashes. Uh, mom, the car blows out. We go off the road and we go down to a ditch. We're all fine. Mum looks around. I'm fine. Josie's fucking smiling away as she always was. Just, just like yay. Dad's there, and uh, mum, dad gets me out of the car. Mum picks fucking floppy Josie out of the car, just carrying her. And some guy who was in a car behind us had seen us. Stops the car and he's running down the roads to make sure we're okay. But then he runs into my mum holding Josie's limp body and falls to his knees and starts crying. And my mum's bursts out into laughter, being like, no, no, she's always been like this. Oh, my God. And just the thought of that uncomfortableness of just... Oh, that <laughs> is. That made me. That's a five star will, restaurant. Whatever that feeling I'm having just, is. Ugh. Perfect. You're just like, oh, it made me laugh. Like, he's just like, no. And she's like, <laughs> that? Because then he must have had the awkwardness of yeah. like, no. And she's like, she's the He's like, I mean, no. <laughs> you survived. <laughs> what a miracle. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> just. From the most terrified to the most awkward, my mum was just like, she's literally the best person to be in a car crash with. She can't be more disabled. Oh, <laughs> my Jesus, I love you. <laughs> That's amazing. And so that was, she told me that story the other day, and I just howled with laughter. That's two great, great death answer, two great hardest laughs, great love, great comedy. Great podcast. You feel good? I feel very good. Thank you so much. Jamie, thank you for having me on. My sincere pleasure. Huge fan of the show. 
Uh, you should know, uh, not only did uh, Jeanette uh, email me, but also Nick Bernstein. A lot of people were like, oh. you got to have the sloths on. Oh. He's in town. Thank so you. I was happy it worked out. Cool. Thank you very much, buddy. Yeah. You know what you I do. do. Keep it crispy. <laughs> Our second Scottish keep it crispy. Who's the first one? Scott Hutchinson. Oh, I don't know Scott Hutchinson. Frightened Rabbit. Oh, okay. We yes, yes. We're talking about this. Sorry. Do one that's real Scottish. What Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> as I, as I, you started to do it, I was like, why am I making you do things? Keep it freedom. <laughs> I paint myself blue. And the, it makes more sense in Scottish because we do deep fry everything. Like we deep fry pizza. So we do keep it crispy. Ooh. You ever had a deep fried pizza? No. Deep fried Mars bar? I bet it's amazing. Deep fried ice cream? I've had deep fried. What was it that I had that was deep fried that was amazing? Oh, what was it? It was a PB&J. Oh. God damn, it was good. Was it? It was great. Oh, that. You thought it would be gross? I did think it would be gross. It was so good. Because in, in Scotland, you can literally turn up to any fish and chip shop, give them anything and a quid, and they'll deep fry it for you. Really? Oh, yeah. Will they deep fry the quid? <laughs> <laughs> if you give them a piece yeah. of fish and a quid, they'll yeah. deep fry the quid. Yeah. <laughs> Just, there you go. I thought we were bartering. This was, what is this? <laughs> we're going back to the old days of trading. <laughs> you know the park's a mass grave. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Thanks, it was man. great. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com